Brad, when is your birthday? November 13th, 1990. November 13th. Okay, you know me. I love zodiac signs, oh, horoscopes, yeah. sure. uh, astrology. Yeah. There's a lot of words for the same thing. Maybe they're different. I love them so much, I haven't even cared right. to look them up. But Brad, I thought I would do you a favor today and read your um, your scope. I don't even know to, what my sign yeah. is. I think it's a cool one that's very common sound. Oh, it's very cool. Sagittarius? One of the coolest animals that lives in desert climates. Scorpio. Scorpion. 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 Uh, and here it is for April 11th, 2020. This is, this is uh, your daily horoscope. Okay, my doroscope. Um, oh, wow, this could not be, oh, this is good. <laughs> Career matters couldn't be going better right now. Oh, of course, yes. Uh, Scorpio, especially if you're uh, in one of the communication fields, including writing, publishing, teaching, the internet. Oh. <laughs> if, if, you, if you use the internet for anything for your job, you're doing great. Or mass media. Uh -huh. Your financial situation is probably improving very quickly. Okay. And you're making contact with the congenial, intriguing people who share your interest. You're also becoming more aware of the changes going on in the world. Oh you're doing gosh. your part to help them. Bravo. Bravo. Thank you for being completely right. 100% accurate. <laughs> Always. <laughs> I cannot emphasize enough how when you were born affects your personality. Wow. That's So true. I've had so many orders. That I just have been bogged down for months, months now. <laughs> Wait, speaking of bogged down, bog. <laughs> somehow we didn't talk about this last week. So in the mix of Brad and I being obsessed with pickleball, firing up that old passion again, a previous babe of the week of mine. Yes. In the middle of that. Um, so our friend Gunner gave Brad a nickname uh, in pickleball. <laughs> there's uh, a part of the court called the kitchen, uh -huh. which I don't really know how they have anything to do with each other. Do you remember Gunner just call, <laughs> no. call, started calling Brad the ice box? Gunner's just a funny guy, man. <laughs> you never now know what's going to come. that I think of it, I don't know Gunner's why. Gunner's just goofy, man. So Goofy Gunner starts calling Brad the ice box because, I don't know, I something think it was the kitchen. It was kind of a term of endearment because when we first started playing, I was much worse than the rest of you guys. And so I think Gunner was trying to have some kind of fun nickname to like make myself feel better about like how bad I was. Like, oh, the ice box, here he comes. <laughs> Or but, maybe, now that I'm thinking of it, maybe we said, that like, you know, if you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. <laughs> oh, yeah, you will with the icebox. <laughs> anyway, around that same time, the this is all coming from Bogdown. Around yeah. that same time is when we all start watching Tiger King and get super invested into that. Mm -hmm. Brad cannot get enough of it uh, to the point where he starts signing his text as Bhagavan, <laughs> like Doc Antle from the documentary, uh, who is this, if you haven't still haven't seen it yet, he's this like narcissistic, egotistical, manipulative hey, hey. person in the show. Friend who, of God. Who, yeah, nicknamed himself Bhagavan, which is, you know, whatever, has some sort of, it means a close friend of God or something. Yeah. So then Bhagavan got switched down to Bog. So Brad just signs <laughs> all of his text, dash B-H-A-G, Bog. <laughs> and then that has made its way back to the pickleball court. He's now the ice bog. And we, we use down. it in a sentence, I mean, yeah. uh, five times a minute. <laughs> Here comes Bog, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we say all sorts of different things for Bog. It, it's, a, it's a very rich uh, joke set, humor set. But uh, We ran into a fan at the pickleball courts this week. Yes, uh, uh, I got to talk about it. Jared? Jordan. Jordan. I know his name. Uh, Jordan uh, came up and said that he listened to the podcast, which was so sweet. <laughs> it was so fun because that doesn't happen that often. And uh, I wish I, w I wasn't there for the initial interaction. I was uh, still... 
Oh, that's true. There. Yes. Uh, so I wish I could have been there for that. Did he act like he like had heard of you? Like, did he give you any other information besides podcasts? Like, did he say like, I love your videos? Like, no, I, he, I'm always just so curious how people know about us and whatever. He said, are you Jake Triplett? And I said, I am. What's your name? You said, who's asking, huh? <laughs> and uh, he said, I listened to your podcast. And I said, wow, that's really cool. <laughs> Thank you. I said, Brad's going to be here in a little bit. You can meet him too. Okay. Yeah. Because then later on, I like didn't know anything about this yet. And I like missed something. I like, was like, my bad, my bad. And he's like, my bog, my bog, my bog. Hey, my bog. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, it is your bad, Brad. And I looked at him and I was like, what? <laughs> and I was trying to pretend like I knew him for a second. I was like, uh, I, I, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> And then I think you kind of bailed me out. You're like, hey, he listens to the podcast. So I was like, oh, oh, nice. Thank goodness. But I have I have something to publicly apologize to him about because uh, oh. while we were playing, <laughs> they were he, he was hit there. Jordan was there with his friend playing tennis and they had a, a JBL or some kind of, you know, Bluetooth speaker and we're listening to music. They were listening to some kind of I don't know. We'll, we'll call him August Burns Red. I don't know who it is. Some some hardcore, you know, screamo screamish and jokingly like i i think it's pretty obvious when i'm joking but maybe it wasn't jokingly i was like jordan what kind of what kind of music is this bro something like that <laughs> to this guy I literally met five minutes earlier and like met like figured, figured out his name and he went over and like changed it <laughs> and then i they changed it to justin bieber he's like oh this is the king of our generation which i thought was awesome it was funny uh and then i think i gave uh, I, I just, not, not on purpose. I hope he was probably hearing me do this, but I wasn't doing it on purpose. I was just like, oh, I, the, the song Yummy came on. And I was like, this song is so boring to me. It doesn't really change. Like, it's just the same beat the entire time. And he probably heard me say that. He's like, I'm just, and finally he was like, hey, Brad, what kind of music do you like listening to? <laughs> <laughs> and so he probably thinks I'm like this guy that like, uh, I don't know. I could have listened to Screamo all night if I had to. Like, I was just messing with you, Jordan. So I apologize if you had any offense to that or if you were self-conscious at all about your music choices uh, because I can listen to anything to an extent. So anyway, uh, that, that was, it was cool though. Jordan, Jordan got to experience the true bog. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I was talking to my friend Carson last night because uh, I was trying to get a fourth for us to play okay. pickleball last yeah. night. So I was talking to him uh, and he's like, who have you been playing with? And I was like, pretty much every night it's me. Bog, um, <laughs> Gunner, and Isaac. And he said, whoa, that's like the, the Ghost Runners podcast, you know, pickleball team. He's right. like, am I even, should I even be invited? That sounds members only to yeah, me. Yeah, right, right. It's exclusive. And I was like, yeah, it would be fun for someone to listen to the podcast. Like all of our friends who we always talk about yeah. are here on the court. That, Matt, is, that would be funny. Yeah. Matt Taylor it, Park. Because it's true. It's We're a pretty tight circle. We don't hang out with that, or I don't hang out with that many people we, outside We were very quarantine ready. Let's just say that. Right. Keep your circle small. No problem. Yeah, exactly. And so that's why I think we feel a little more comfortable playing with each other too, is because it's like we don't see anybody else. We see only each other. Yeah. So, and, you know, Chipotle workers. So, yes. Um, Order anyway. for Jose. <laughs> what have you been eating this week? Oh, man. I've been getting, I'm glad you asked. I've been getting very into two different things. You'll never guess, but I'm going to have you guess. One of them is a fruit. Guess. It's, it's not, mango. Uh, no. Kiwi. No. Bigger. Pomegranate. Bigger. Grapefruit. Yes. Yeah. Grapefruit's good. Grapefruit. It is, and it was like very good at Aldi this week. It was like $3 for seven of them. I was like, yeah, I'll take that. Even if they're terrible, I'll take that risk. And Two I have, and one third per dollar per unit? That is good right there, yes. <laughs> Something, dang uh, it. And I just, there was one time for lunch, I'm not, I'm not embarrassed about this. I had two of them. I had two whole grapefruits. For yeah. lunch? 
No, I, more than that. But oh, yeah, okay. that was part of my Do lunch. Do you eat it with sugar or just straight up? I just recently it's just been straight up, but I have done it with sugar. I've had it both ways. I like it both ways. It, this grapefruit is so good. It doesn't need it. That's awesome. Sometimes it's too sour, you know? It's the way it's um, supposed to be. So I've been really into grapefruit. Also been really into sandwiches, which I know sounds very mundane, but I've been getting into frying an egg and putting it on there, which I know is not your thing. Uh, you know, do another humble salt, putting some humble salt on there, changing up the cheese content, toasting the bread. It's been, it's been a good time in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> I've been having so much time to think about the sandwich. Uh, oh, I've been putting some of my extra honey roasted barbecue on there sometimes. Oh, really? Oh, very good. Highly recommend from Chick-fil-A, of course. New so. Chick-fil-A. Uh, sorry. First of all, glad I asked. I didn't know yeah. you were doing all that with food. So <laughs> I'm glad I asked. Currently trending grapefruits and, uh, <laughs> sandwiches. Uh, but speaking of Chick-fil-A, the one that I've been helping out with and the one that our friend has opened up ha- has opened. Yeah. Did, yes. Yeah. So if you're in Kansas City, 435 and 87th Street. Yeah. In Lenexa. It's, it's in Lenexa, Chick-fil-A, drive through and mobile order only, but that still area no is problem. bumping over there. It's kind of cool. It's got everything you want. Yeah. Culver's? Starbucks? Chipotle? Chipotle? And did you see the Starbucks at Chipotle? Oh, that scared me. That sound. I'm fine. Uh, are really nice looking. Very nice. Too. Yes. Have you ever been to like the Lenexa, like public square, like the city market, whatever? Uh, yeah. Lenexa public market. It's awesome. Or, yeah. I almost Have said you the words, right? Yeah. It's sweet. Yeah. It's all, it's like one of those big food court mess hall. Not mess hall. It's a mess hall. <laughs> it's a mess hall. The soldiers come in at <laughs> noon and six for their They, they lay on their cots. Yeah. <laughs> slop. Uh, anyway, yeah. It's a big food court kind of thing. <laughs> mess hall. <laughs> Sounds I, like a Boy Scout term, like, yeah, we're going to mess hall before mess archery. Hall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, yeah, that's the, have you been eating anything fun? Oh, I mean just the same stuff over yeah. and over again. I don't really care. Chipotle, Chick-fil-A, chilies, the the CHs, sure. you know. Yeah, if it doesn't start with CH, why are you CHI? Eating? Yeah. Um, been eating those. Peanut butter sandwiches, cereal. Just straight up? Peanut butter and honey. Okay, yeah. I had that for supper last night. When you do that, do you do the same peanut butter and honey on the same slice? Do you do peanut butter on one slice, honey on one slice? Peanut butter that and honey. It in. Yeah, yeah. Peanut butter and honey are on the same slice. You want to know how awesome my mom was growing up? She would put the peanut butter and honey in a little jar, mix it up for me, and then spread it on the sandwich. Oh, more homogenous. It was wonderful. Yeah. Definitely was not soaking into any kind of bread. That's so, cool. Yeah. But that was probably because she was like making my lunch for later. If you're eating it right away, you're good. Hmm. That's smart though. That's that's cool. Yeah. I just remembered something that my parents did for me, food-based. One time I got in trouble in elementary school. I don't even possibly know what I could have done because I was such a good little boy oh, yeah. to get in trouble in elementary school. But And now that I think about it, such a weird punishment. I had to sit in the corner of the cafeteria like instead of like some kind of detention or whatever. Staring at like, the wall or staring at the... Staring at the wall. Oh, just yeah. like sit in the corner. And I yeah, I, I'm still... You know, I guess holding some bitterness. There's no way I deserve that. <laughs> but my parents felt really bad for me. And I think uh, my I used to watch David Letterman a lot with my parents back in the day. And he would always do the top 10 list. Uh-huh. And so my dad wrote me top t- or like the top 10 greatest things about sitting in the corner at lunch <laughs> or something like that. Uh, I can barely remember it. I don't really know what was on the you list. You can but. count the bricks on the wall. hey <laughs> <laughs> Uh Yeah, you don't have to worry about sharing with anyone. Yeah. No one's going to steal your stuff. I just love... The funniest part about those top tens were just his, his like little non sequitur. Not I don't know what the word is, but like in between them, he would always like do funny things. Like he'd be like, hee, hee, hee. oh yeah, you know, like all those things. That was yeah. Anyway, okay. 
Um, anyway, in other news, I did some online shopping this week. Okay. One, because it seems like everyone else was. And I was like, I want to wet my beak on this action. Uh-huh. So I just went to the Amazon homepage and just treated it like my Facebook. Just kind of scrolling around. Oh, wow. like, like, what am I interested suggested in? Suggested for you. Yeah. Tell me what I want, Amazon. Exactly. I, I legitimately <laughs> did that. And I'm not good at online shopping because I sent it to the wrong house. Oh, no. I sent it back to uh, Midtown, Kansas oh, City. Oh, shoot. So I had to go back go back up there earlier this week. Uh, get in there, and one of my, my really good friends is sitting on the couch. So we're we're at least 13 feet away. So it's fine. Big couch. Uh, sorry, we were not both sitting on the oh, couch. Okay. He was sitting on the couch. I'm still at the front door. And okay, I was like, okay. hey, let's catch up. Let's talk a little bit. So we're talking, catching up. And in the middle of our conversation, a woman who I've never seen be- before comes in the front door of this house. That's the dream. And <laughs> this is starting well. <laughs> and uh, comes in and says, kind of hurried, hey, if someone asks for a midwife, she's around back. And then what? leaves out the front door. This is a real thing that happened to me. I look oh. around to Austin. I said, what? Was she, at the, she was at the wrong house, right? And he said, no. And he said, you remember? So, yeah, this house I lived at, I lived in the carriage house. But right. like eight people lived in the main house. It's huge, this, awesome, beautiful house. Yes, yeah, amazing house. Uh, during my time living there, the owner of it renovated the basement. And then a married couple moved in there, Ben and Haley. Ben and Haley are pregnant, and today was their due date, the day what? that I was in there, and they're having a home birth. What? So everyone in that house is quarantined to the house whilst a woman is giving birth in the basement. Oh my gosh, get your noise-canceling <laughs> headphones out for that one. Yeah, and that's my what gosh. I was ordering. I was there to pick up headphones. I was like, you need these more than I do. You're like, just take the bows, I'll get some more. <laughs> yeah. I'll get, I got school candies at home, I'll be all right. <laughs> Venmo me. <laughs> Oh, you're kidding. I was like, what a, what a scenario. Could you hear anything? I No, it wasn't. It hadn't happened yet. Okay, okay. Um, but <laughs> the midwife's oh around gosh. back? The midwife was around back. And the way oh. she worded it, like, didn't... Like, she could have been the midwife. Okay. But, it was, but she also said, like, she's around... If anyone asks for a midwife, she's around back. Well, there's also... Have you heard of doulas? Have you heard of that word? Uh, medulla oblongata. The yes. part where anger is stored in the brain. That's right. It's a brain thing. So it's like, it's like hey, just get if to your doula and just find your happy God! place. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they're so angry whenever they're pushing. It's because they're in their doula. The doula's there. No, uh, along with a midwife, there's something called a doula, which is basically just another word for like a pregnancy coach. Um, She could have been the doula. So maybe she was the doula and she was kind of running. She was like the wedding coordinator, wedding planner, and then somebody else is the officiant of the wedding. The way she opened that door, kind of Kramer, like Seinfeld, she seemed angry. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Okay. So that was the weirdest sentence I heard this week. (laughs) If, if someone asks for a midwife, she's around back. And then Austin's just hanging out on the couch. That's that's also crazy. Austin's just editing. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, there's somebody downstairs. About yeah, to it should baby. be about four to six hours. Oh man, is what I, we're expecting. I'm not I'm not judging anybody that does home births. I just don't think I could do it solely for the fact that there's not you can't have like legally have a doctor. I don't think at your home birth, like a midwife is not a registered doctor. And so if something goes wrong. Kind of the chiropractor wrong, of the medical field. Correct. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to get into that either. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> uh, but if something goes wrong, I would just, my personality That's is like, scary. Yeah. Like if you need an emergency, whatever, we got to go to the hospital then. So it's like having it at the hospital already. Yes. I, I totally am with so, you. It's like having an outdoor wedding in April. Probably going to be okay, but in the back of your mind the whole time, you're yeah. going to have this like fear and this like anxiety of like, but if stuff starts to go wrong, then we, yeah, are, yeah, we yeah. are screwed. Those Mayflowers don't just come from anything. They come from the showers of the Aprils. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. I, Catherine's kind of talked about like, hey, would you ever do a home birth? And I'm just like, 
I will do a lot of things for you. I'll compromise in a lot of ways, but I don't think, and I don't think she truly wants to either, but she's a little more on that side than me. And I said, no, I, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I think she knows though in the back of her head, like if I really wanted to, I could make him do it. Really? Like, I, I just think that she has a power over me that I don't have over her. Like, I think, if I think she's I'm, got a doula, then definitely. She, she, we're having a doula this time. Oh. Guess who it is? You'll never, well, you'll guess. Oh, uh, I can guess the doula? I, you'll know, you know her. Oh, 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 Allison. No. Allison's not the doula. She's a nurse. Okay. Uh, well, this girl's a nurse too. I don't know where they, they uh, get man Chad's wife, Jackie. Oh, Jackie. Yeah. Jackie the doula. Okay. So. Wow. Yeah. She's very, Jackie Chad. had a home birth, by the way. I don't know why we're talking so much about this, this personal <laughs> information. Sorry. Um, I love that you publicly, publicly called him Juice Man Chad. <laughs> That's our nickname for him, <laughs> Juice Man. I mean, I knew exactly what you were talking about. <laughs> the dude loves juice. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, there there are some of our more granola friends. So Jeez. They make their own booch. They, yeah, Let's they make their that. own booch. He, he grows radishes in his backyard, like, very excitedly. Just like, <laughs> yeah, man, it's just cool to see how nature's bounty just comes out of the ground for you, man. So love me some Chad. Yeah, I kind of miss him. Chad's the one that helped me with the chickens. By the way, for anybody that's heard that story, um, that's give, we had a lot of new listeners oh, that man. said, "Give them the bullet point." The uh, bullet version. point was watching some chickens, like babysitting some chickens for this family, and they all died very quickly. <laughs> twenty of them, I think there was like twenty chickens, and at first only like fourteen of them died. We thought, okay, we fixed this thing, and then the next day, the rest of we, them. We were thought dead. we flattened the curve. No, we did not. My God, yeah, talk about a representation. <laughs> Golly. It's it's still traumatizing to this day thinking about walking into that shed and seeing all those dead chickens. I've never walked in on like numerous dead animals. So I can't imagine. I mean, imagine one even is kind of scary. Just imagine opening your garage right now and it's like daylight out, but the garage is dark and there's just like a little bit of light shining out and there's just a dead squirrel on the ground. <laughs> that is scary, man. That's just like, oh, I didn't want to see that. And just like, there could be more. And how did he die? Something in the air? Right. Am I breathing it in? Like, imagine like you have 12, de 12 squirrels right now in your yard. Imagine walking out and they're oh, all dead. That would be creepy. Right? That'd be freaky. Now, like what? 12 dead squirrels in a perfect and circle. And why are they here? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, and why are they, why are they not being taken away after they got killed? Like, why are they just being killed? And yeah. Cause when, the other thing. when it snowed here, there were deer prints and fox prints. So they should be eating these squirrels probably. Oh, can we tell the fox de story? Deer definitely eat squirrels. <laughs> Uh, what's your fox story? Oh, just, oh we saw a fox Yeah, this week. we saw a fox. Uh, the other night we were looking for pickleball courts and Isaac was going around and seeing if like ones were locked and we saw this fox kind of like roam and then we just see Isaac come back like sprinting. <laughs> like, oh gosh, there's a fox. There's a fox here. <laughs> that was the end of the story. Yeah, it, it is funny cool. One. It's cool to see fox, fox eye out in the wild. Feeks. 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 Fakes. Cool fakes. They're always by themselves. I kind of feel bad for for foxes because they seem cool, but yeah, yeah, they yeah. don't have that many friends. They're a nine-wing one, so it's okay. That's oh, how they do it. that does make sense. <laughs> In Zootopia, the fox definitely seemed like he had it together. She oh. had it together. Did you ever see that movie? Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. everything. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it. Good um, one. <laughs> hey, did you see I made my TikTok? <laughs> what do you you did. You did. I saw it. I, I had to have been the first viewer. I'm 100%. Sure. It happened at 2 30 a.m. I did. I liked it. And I saw that someone uh re I don't know what the word re-talked. Re-talked yeah. you. Oh, I could they, not believe they it. They talked the talk. Kinsey Joy, man. Shout out to Kinsey Joy for the re-talk. And she, she like dressed up. She dressed, she dressed up and went to like a power line and everything. I I was so over the moon. It's like you gotta be kidding me, Kinsey. 
Yeah, that's awesome. So, as far as I know, you don't get a notification on TikTok for that happening, which is kind of silly. Yeah. She may have tagged me in it, in like the caption, I think. But, oh, okay, thank goodness. Um, but then she also sent it to me on Instagram. But I just was elated, for, for <laughs> lack of a better word. <laughs> yeah, Brad did the amperage talk, and uh, it's a good one. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's, it's average. I uploaded that one video I talked about last week that, yeah, is sitting around like half a million views. And then I uploaded this. This is what's crazy about TikTok. I uploaded the same video just with a different audio. I saw that. Did you see that? It's yeah. at like eight or 900,000 views. It's the same video. And then there's other ones that I'm like, oh, that's way funnier. And it's, it's got so like 3,000 views. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what? Like eight people have seen it. I'm How like, this, this is so much funnier than the Macklemore concert. So this is going to make me sound so old, but like, can you share things on TikTok? Like, how are people getting viral, like exponential views? You could share things outside of the app. Right. So there's like a little options thing and, you know. Yeah. YouTube link. Okay. You copy the link, whatever, download it even. Okay. But <clears throat> how they go viral within the app is just, you know, the, basically the main feed there is an explore page on Instagram, if you want to look at it that way. Okay. You know, the for you page right. is what people primarily scroll. And so. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm trying to figure out though, is like, if, yeah, I guess you're sharing it on other platforms, but like you're not putting special hashtags in there that are making it. No, I've never used a hashtag. You're not really even putting a great cap. I mean, your caption's fine, but it's not like you're doing this SEO caption where you're getting all these right no. words in there. And so I'm just trying to figure out how they figure out the algorithm to be like, this is the one that you guys should watch. You know, I, I imagine it's a lot like most other social algorithms where it shows it to a small percentage of your followers. It bases it on how it performs with them. And it's like, all right, this must be a good post. Right. So we're going to send out to more of his followers as well as more random people to see if they like it too. Okay. But yeah, I think TikTok just does a really good job with it because I'll th see things on my For You page that don't have a like yet. Oh, really? You know, those, it's not like it. That blows my mind. This, yeah. Like, this new app, man. Not everything is viral on your For You page. It's just like, you might like this. Yeah. So do you feel more responsibility to like be like, I should like this if I like it? You know what I mean? Just in general on the app? Yeah, because I'm not. It feels really like a more of an endorsement. Yeah, yeah, like you deserve this. I hope it, your post keeps going well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this has I, been TikTok with the Ghost Runners. <laughs> We're gonna have a segment every week where we check in. Uh, <laughs> we need to play the Kesha song beforehand next time. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah. I remember uh, me and my buddy Anderson in college, uh, big Kesha fans. You know, because that was when she was like at her peak, like probably 2013. Sure. All those good songs, TikTok, Blow. Um, you know, the other ones, Timber. Uh, Timber. Timber was, was like right, right around my uh, wedding, 2014. Yeah. What was the one? We Are Who We Are. That was a good one. Hmm. Your Love Is My Drug. Oh, I'm remembering all wow. the good ones. Yeah. She's got a lot. Your Love Is My Drug was like such a like 80s like power ballad to me. Yeah. I loved it. Anyway, <laughs> one of her songs, I'm not going to remember which one it was, but the whole song's great. Loved it. Except she has this line in her song. Da, 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 on the lock, stripping down to dirty socks. Dirty socks? Gross. Ugh. Like, I hated that. Like off brown, like in yeah, white socks. A Gross. crusty around the toes. Like why are you walking? Like if you're going to be outside, be barefoot. Don't have, don't have socks on walking around the yard. And that's the picking thing. Picking up she, your dead squirrels. The, the song was about landscaping. So that's why yeah, stripping okay. down to work in the yard. Right. Stripping down in my All dirty my socks. <laughs> yeah. That's what she meant by that. Yes, it was. I had tried. I didn't have great speakers, so it was kind of hard to listen. But she was. I think she was talking about she's gonna go outside and do garden work while sitting down. She's like, I want benches and hose uh -huh. to go work on my right. garden. Right. She she needed. Yeah, she needed a little time to rest with her benches. <laughs> Where are my benches at? She had multiple. I think so. Seemed like it. She wanted them all there. Right. Absolutely. Shout out Kesha. My yeah. easily my favorite artist with a dollar sign on her name. Really. 
Ty, for me. Ty dollar sign. <laughs> Have you watched a little Dickie show? No, yet? I need to. There's a scene in it where uh, he hires one of his friends to be his manager. Her, his manager is just like a, we'll call him a Cerner guy. Oh, um, yeah. Redheaded, super pale, just like a dorky looking okay. guy. Thanks. And Thanks he's like, um, <laughs> I worked deserted for two years. <laughs> just like super dorky, like pale. They were kind of different. They were independent clauses of each other. Just to help me describe. <laughs> anyway, he's Corporate like. Corporate America uh, nerd. I think, you know, little Dickie's like, what have you even done? He's like, I was at a party last night. Guess who I met? Todd Dillerson. He's like, Todd Dillerson. <laughs> and he's like, Todd Dillerson. One of the, only one of the biggest rappers in the world. He's like, Todd Dillerson. Yeah, no. Todd Dillerson. He's like, Ty Dolla Sign? Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> he's like, Todd Dillerson, dude? He's like, you're getting lost in the details, okay? I rub shoulders with Ty Dolla Sign. It's really funny. <laughs> I love that. I can't think of any other like great Todd examples Dillerson. of that, but I think that kind of thing is really funny. It's Todd like Dillerson. Mad Gab in real life. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Ty Dillison. <laughs> Ty Dillison. Uh, Ty Dillison. Ty Dill Ty Dillison. Ty Dollar Sign. Yes. <laughs> you got it. We should play. We should do that sometime. Like a Mad Gab. Like a fake Mad Gab. I don't know how we do it. But... Isaac and I did it in the car accidentally last night. So funny you're bringing this up. He lost uh, what does that the. Mean? Um, Oh, you asked right when we were leaving pickleball. That's another thing, guys. We have played pickleball every single day of the week since the last time you heard us. It's we are amazing. obsessed. Yes, genuinely. You asked Isaac if he had finished his cutting boards yesterday. He said he had. And then I think I said, no H, use eyes. And I said it really <laughs> fast. And Isaac's like, what did you just say? I thought you said, no itch, it's all right, or something like that. Uh, but I just... I just, Isaac's little like um, burner thing with all the different letters. Oh, no H. I, I actually understood you. Okay, nice. No H used eyes. No no H used eyes. Yeah. I thought it was pretty clever of him. He didn't have an H, so he used the, the I right. emblem to make an H out of it. Yeah, to put like a custom lettering in there. Yeah, that's awesome. But anyway, yeah, no H used eyes. <laughs> no H-E no eyes. No, no H used eyes. Which is also, no H used eyes is also just like a, not a normal sentence anyway. No, very know? specific. No H used eyes. <laughs> So yeah, I've mad gabbed recently. Oh, man. Oh, speaking of games, I have a theory. Okay. I haven't thought about it this much. Uh, recently, Isaac and I have been shamed a little bit for playing video games, which I get it. It's kind of a waste of time. Shame for time or shame for age or what? I think just for, In general. I don't even know where that came from, but just okay. like, I can't believe you still play video games. Okay. And it's kind of fair, but here's my thought. In a time of quarantine, my comparison is let's compare video games to doing a puzzle. Sure. To Pu doing anything recreational that's not like, yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah. It just, I, I, have, uh, I have thoughts. Do you? Okay. Oh yeah. For some reason, maybe, maybe this is like obvious or other people have thought about this before. This just crossed my mind this week of like, Hey, these are not that different. Cause I've even felt shame. Like I should probably shouldn't play video games. That's a waste of time. But when we're quarantined to our home, I can hang out with my friends while playing video games. Yeah. There's an aspect of competitiveness to it sure. and strategy and fun. Yeah. Uh, whereas things like, okay, I'm going to play cards or go do a puzzle or whatever. Like most of them, that's just by yourself. Sure. You're not doing it with other people, not in your home. Right. Uh, yeah. I feel like those same people maybe that are like shaming the video game aspect of you are watching three to four hours of Netflix sometimes in a day. And it's like, why is one different than the other? The, the stigmas are way different, yeah, which you're is not, too bad. You're not gaining that much more intellectualism from watching a documentary of Tiger King than you are <laughs> of playing Call of Duty. I don't know. It was so funny. Like in my fraternity in the college, so often whenever we talk about if we want to give a guy a bid or not, people would be like, I don't know. He's a video game player. And it's like, <laughs> oh. 
Uh, no, seriously, that was like a thing because it was like it was like that represented a negative personality trait to some people, and I just always thought that was really odd that. There was always these, like, there's this camp of people that's like, if you play video games, that means you're not motivated or something. And I'm like, no, it, it just means that's how you have fun. Sometimes. That's your like entertainment hour or two of the day. Yeah. You're playing, you're playing 15 hours a day. Okay. There's a difference, but like, yeah, yeah you're playing, even if you play for three hours, one night, that's fine. Like that's like a movie almost. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's just like, yeah, Catherine's been into puzzles lately. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Netflix. Like it's like not that different everyone me. has their things that they do by themselves yeah. especially now they're on lockdown yeah I, there should be no shame no I if anything so. in video games it's you are playing with other people and you know what and this is coming from somebody who's not a video like i used to love video games as a kid and i didn't really grow out of it i just didn't afford i couldn't afford an xbox 360 back in the day and so i never bought one and i just kind of lost interest in buying one but i still love them but it's like i haven't played video games very much in a long time at my house but i still endorse it just fine yeah thank so, you so dude. i'm not like i'm not like hey i'm saying this because i also do it i'm saying that's silly yeah don't be silly guys i didn't play video games for like seven years but yeah. now i'm back <laughs> it feels good oh this was like the time i, I think i tweeted it a couple weeks ago i was like if there was ever a time where i wish i had a video game system in my house it's right now oh it's awesome all yeah. your friends are always online right. you just hop on whenever someone's there yeah you catch up with them talk to them yeah call a precision airstrike with them it's a good time to bond that way if you could uh, get one game very, very popular again that's not popular now, like in, in an old system, what would you do? Oh, oh, that's a fun question. Let's see. I was, I loved NHL hits, actually. Right. I was great at NHL Chris, hits. Chris Pronger, Matt Pronger, the guy for the St. Louis Blues, Blues, just deck people into the wall every time. <laughs> I always play with St. Louis Blues. I'm, I'm ashamed to admit it. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I had whatever iteration was the first one of NHL hits. And every time you opened the game, it was the same song by Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Keep rolling, 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 rolling. <laughs> and then I went to a St. Louis Cardinals game, and that was Scott Rowland's intro oh, music. Oh, sure. Yeah, good song. Midway, those Midway games, NFL Blitz, NHL hits, MLB Slugfest. Those were all so fun because they had like this, we always call it the Midway Love. It's kind of like Mario Kart if you're in last. Right, like like you're down by two touchdowns. They're going to like somehow deflect it off three other people's <laughs> bodies and you're going to get an interception to score a touchdown. Oh, yeah. If you were ever down by 10 in MLB Slugfest, you were hitting home runs. <laughs> Every No time. matter what. Oh, man. It was awesome. They're always close games. So you would say NHL hits. Was, I, yeah, my first thought was that. Or I NBA Street. Really, oh, NBA Street. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one too. I this I think Goldeneye for me. Like if if, if we could like get yeah, 15 people playing Goldeneye at the same time all around on their own screens and stuff and with like a little bit better graphics and stuff, that'd be really fun. Or Halo 2. We've talked about Halo 2 for a while. It's it's part of my perfect day. Yeah. Playing Halo 2. Anyway, this has been um video game talks with the ghost runners. <laughs> <laughs> Games with the ghosties. Oh man. Um okay, on the way over here actually, I I wrote something down because I got I was driving and I've had this new, I don't know if it's a life hack, currently trending, whatever you would call it. I have this new theory that cops aren't pulling you over. And it's, <laughs> it's a dangerous theory, um, but I think that it might be true. If anybody knows a truth out there about cops, yes or no, they're going to pull you over still. Uh, let me know in a five-star review. But uh, I just think that they're not going to pull you over because there's a risk of them getting infected and then the whole cop army getting infected, whatever. And so I'm just like, in, they'll take it back to the mess hall and right. infect everybody else. <laughs> so I've just been driving like 48 to 35. Like it's my, oh, my job, man, my bog. <laughs> like it's my bog. Um, and today I was just driving to your house and I drove past this like souped up Chevy Silverado 
And I think this guy took it as like a sign that I was like trying to like yeah. size him up. Like I got a car seat in the back. You want to go? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Got my, got my Yeti and my car seat and I'm, I'm good. Um, but, but like, there's like this stigma, like, and I don't have like Ford pride necessarily. Like, I, I guess I say that, but then again, you've never gone to one of the parades. No, 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 no Ford pride parade. Um, but like, I feel like <laughs> some people are like very into like very loyal, like, oh, I'm a Chevy man. And this guy's oh, got yeah. a Ford, you know? And so it's like, so Next stoplight, he like pulls up to me. He's kind of looking at me, turns green, and he flies out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I love and then that. It's like one of those classic instances, though, where it's like he flies out of the green, and then it turns red, you know, on the next stoplight. So then we're right next to each other again. It's like, what are we gonna do now, man? So I, 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 you know, took the high road. Had had the um, baby seat in the back, so I didn't want to do too much because Hattie was already kind of, you know, wind blown. No, I was kidding. <laughs> um, but. Anyway, I've just been driving fast everywhere and I haven't been pulled over. So feeling good about it. I mean, might as well keep testing the theory. I just haven't seen any, like I've seen maybe three cops in the last 10 days. That's unofficial facts. Yeah. I wonder where they're at. I don't know. They're kind of like a, they're like a groundhog. They're waiting for Easter to come up to see if they see their shadow. <laughs> right. Six more weeks of the coronavirus. <laughs> they're hiding somewhere. Uh, Brad, you also said you brainstormed some stuff last night. You had some life hacks on the brain, on the bog. Yes, I have a few life hacks. Um, thank you for bringing those up. Um, so the first one came when I was getting in the shower. Don't visualize it too much. Fun. Um, and this is just one I already knew, but I didn't know if anybody else knew. Um, do you know how to test the water temperature without your, using your... Uh, obviously, uh, we think. use our hand. <laughs> we use our hand, but then you get in there, and it's like way hotter than your hand, right? You know what I'm talking about? Like, maybe not way hotter, but it's like... Oh, that felt okay on my hand, but it's a little bit uncomfortable on my body. I feel like, yeah, you're like, uh, you're like your stomach is more sensitive than your hand is to like heat. Right. Is that and what you're so, saying? And so it's really awkward to just like jet your stomach out there. It's and not like, easy. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, so elbows, what do you do? elbows. Okay. <laughs> Life hack number one, use your elbow to test the shower tip. I feel just like gonna, that's going to lean like a cholo elbows up <laughs> side to side and just, just test that water. Lean like a cholo. <laughs> elbows up, Water's side hot. To side. Water is hot. Turn, Turn it, it down. down. <laughs> yeah. It's too cold. Uh, oh, interesting. I feel so, like that's a long reach, though, for my elbow. Well, like, to like really lean so? over there. I don't know. My sh our shower. <laughs> wow, that was, that, was, that was cool. Hey. Our shower is probably the, my least favorite thing about living here. It's so sensitive and to the point where it doesn't even make logical sense. Like there's sometimes where I could turn like the, the knobs are sensitive. The knobs are super sensitive. Okay. And then like I'll turn the cold down a little bit because I want it to be hotter. And then it just freaks out and it goes super cold. No. It does that four out of five showers. You try to make it hotter and it goes really cold? Yes, it That's, sucks. Oh, it's, oh it sucks. Peter, Peter, if you're listening. Isaac and I looked up one day uh, how to turn a two valve faucet system into a one valve. Oh, really? You have to like take off like, you know, the tile oh, or whatever. Plumbing get, is very scary. Yeah. Yeah. Plumbing. I would not do that. Well, we decided not to. <laughs> I watched about 30 seconds of a YouTube video. I was like, oh, this is yeah. out of my jurisdiction. I'm not going to do this. Yeah. But yeah, I wanted that one nozzle so right. much more. So much more accurate. Oh, man. Because that's the thing about a one nozzle, one valve, uh -huh. is you can know where you like it. You yeah. can know, base it off of like, this is where I had it last time. Right, I'm With going two 837 right here. Yes, yeah. two valve. I don't know. It's no, just a no little idea. on the cold and much more on the hot. Right. And that's not accurate. I'll tell you how you can figure it out, though, before you get in. Adjust it with my elbows. Elbows, yeah. Yeah, yeah. just start just unscrewing it with your elbows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's my first one. Okay, that's hack. fun. That's fun. Okay, second one. I'm going to call it 
Um, preheat, reheat. Okay. So um, yesterday, got home from pickleball. Hadn't had dinner yet. It was 1030. Same. I yeah. went peanut butter and honey. Okay. I went uh, leftover cheese pizza. This okay. Friday night movie night with pizza. <laughs> Missed it. Um, and uh, I've, I've learned through marriage that reheating things in the oven is always better. It's not always faster, but it's always better. So write that down. That's a hot take for you. Um, but maybe you're like, well, I hate preheating or reheating things in the oven because it takes forever. Because you got to preheat it and then cook it. Here's the hack. You literally press whatever, bake, you know, 350, and then you press start and you just put your pizza in there and you wait until it says that it has preheated and then it will be ready. It's called the preheat reheat. Time efficient. Yes. It's great. And you don't have to like set a timer. You don't have to be like, I don't know if it's too hot now or not, you know, if it's getting too burned or whatever. Nope, it's not. It's preheat reheat. Your so pizza is heating up as the oven is. It works out it, perfect, probably. Correct. I've never Correct. done it, but I like that one. Um, that's my life hack number two. Number three, I believe, um, I, have, I have four total. Uh, this n- next one is in honor of our friend Gunnar Duckworth, whose birthday is tomorrow. Easter. Which is yesterday, if you're listening to this podcast on Monday. Um, and he loves to always drain his battery before uh, the... <laughs> Um, before he recharges his phone, it, which is fine. I think that's, I think that's right, I guess, for your battery. I don't know if it makes that much of a difference, um, but he drains it down to like, if it's anywhere above 15%, he won't recharge it. And so <laughs> he told me the other day that sometimes he'll just get on his Wi-Fi and just go to IGTV and press play on one of the videos and then just let it like auto scroll to the next one for like hours until it drains this his battery is down. crazy to me. <laughs> So that's life hack number three. If you need to, uh, if you need to kill your battery, yeah, IGTV will <laughs> autoplay onto the next one. If, if, if that just, is, <laughs> that's just the most gutter thing you've ever heard, right? It is. It's for some reason it makes sense. Yeah, like, but just because it makes no sense because he's me. so love, like he's such a lovable, lovable dude with that kind of thing. <laughs> happy um, birthday, Gunner! <laughs> happy birthday, man! We're very glad to know you. And then number four, uh, this one's very practical. Um, it was more practical if you're in college. Uh, so I know that most people are not actually on campus right now. Um, but if you are walking anywhere, have, have you uh, ever walked anywhere? Uh, to mess halls, yes, in college. Okay, yeah. So you're walking to the mess hall. Oh, you're walking anywhere. It doesn't matter, mess hall or not. And you encounter somebody else coming the same direction. Oh, I like this one already. And often I do a little dance with them. Like, oh, 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 sorry, sorry. And I found out the hack. Don't, don't worry. All you have to do is look very intently at which direction you're going. And then they will know, oh, he's going that way. Oh, you're not purposely dancing. You're saying like, no. oh, whoops. Oh, sorry. No, oh, like oh, you oh, get oh. there and then like, oh, sorry. sorry. Oh, 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 Okay. Oh. Uh, you're like a horse. Like lead with your head. Your head is where your body will follow. That's right. I'm like a horse. That's what Kesha was singing about. Uh, yes. All my horses. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> benches and horses. I was like, what song? Um, I don't know. Uh, yes, but just look, look where you're going. I know it sounds so simple, but I swear. In a supermarket in life, just just do it, and it's great. Life hack number four. Wow, this has been Brad's life hacks. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, that weirdly reminded me of something. I think it was a kind of a funny conversation that Isaac and I were having yesterday um, when you were doing your little dance there um, <laughs> on the sidewalk. It reminded me so yesterday of a, of a Euro step. Yeah. So I was saying, which is a basketball term for those out there, you guys know. Mm-hmm. There, one of the guys I love to follow on Instagram was doing a, a video kind of poking fun at like white dads. Okay. And so he came in to like check on his son, you know, uh, hey, hey bud, uh, mom said he didn't come down for dinner last night. And like while he's talking to him, he's like practicing his golf swing, you know, <laughs> just like, so um, how's school going, buddy? You know, while he's yeah. doing his golf swing. And I thought that was really funny because it's uh, just weirdly it's perfect. Yeah. yeah. 
And so I was talking to Isaac yesterday, like, what if that was the same thing, but the dad is doing like really elaborate basketball moves? Hey, bud, how's it going? And it's like Euro stepping <laughs> and like doing like reverse layups. Or I had a pickleball paddle in my hand. I just like, uh -huh. I'm going to talk to my son this way. Just like backhanding pickleballs. So how's it going? <laughs> you, you like anybody at school? <laughs> Practicing my backhand and pickleball? Yeah, you're like, uh, yeah, you're working on your bump set spike. So, <laughs> so uh, what you look like? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, mom, no, mom was saying that you're um, having a little trouble in math. <laughs> <laughs> you're like doing the curl hop, like <laughs> into it. Uh, yeah, there's a guy at my church uh, who plays drums with me, and he he does the golf swing thing all the time. Really? Uh huh. It's yeah. like my Just dad conversation, do it, but it's like a me. white dad thing. Oh yeah, and, he, <laughs> and he's like a couple years older than me. He's great, but yeah, he does it all the time. He's a huge golfer, so it's such a thing. Yeah, just be talking while you're swinging with your left hand. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Had a good weekend. That is awesome. Oh, Thanks for reminding me of that with your little dance. There. Hey, you're welcome, man. Life hack for you, you know. Uh, one more last thing, maybe Great. last thing about pickleball. Yeah. Exciting news. Something for just you guys out there to be monitoring. Um, oh, well, one, I've just been researching a lot of stuff. I'm just fascinated by the sport. I was like, who's the best? Check out this name. Tyson McGuffin is the best. McGuffin. <laughs> Such a sick name. That is a good name. He's the best player in the world. Looked him up. I think he seems all right. Okay. As far as how he looks or like his body, okay. you know, nothing what? crazy athletic. Okay. Married a couple <laughs> kids. He's 28 years old. That's what we are. What? Yeah. yeah we could do this. McGuffin? Uh, Tyson McGuffin. He's got like 3,000 followers on Instagram. So he's the best? He's the best. <laughs> He's the best in the world. We could crack this. It's we could crack sport. this market very quickly. And so that's what, yeah, oddly enough, the fact that he only had 3,000 followers is like, okay, this sport is not that big. Okay. Not that popular. I was like, what are our options out there? One thing led to another. And I say, Isaac, I'm looking at something right now. In October, the USAPA, we're uh -huh. all familiar oh, with sure. their sanctioned events, right. is having the Kansas City Open. Oh my gosh. We, we got to play. It? We oh. got to play. Oh, baby. And so I told Isaac right then and there, I said, we're winning this. We're winning the Kansas City Open. <sighs> to go play for the for chance, the chance for McGuffin. Ma yeah, the McGuffin. Yeah. Blueberry McGuffin. <laughs> oh, man. Dude. Okay. Well, if you guys only got 3,000 followers, I say we follow him on Instagram with Ghost Runners Podcast, message him and say, hey, man, we talked about you on the podcast. And then right now we publicly challenge him to <laughs> What do you think? Tyson McGuffin. I'm sure if you're- T-Mac. Team, Team McGuff. Yeah. Scruffy McGuffy, they call you during yeah. quarantine. Right. Uh, Chicken and Pickle is a famous spot. Uh -huh. I'm sure you've probably been to Kansas City and played here at it before. Oh, yeah. You've been to Cap. I want McGuffin. This Friday night, Chicken and Pickle. <laughs> Give me the Guffin. <laughs> we want it. You can come to our house. We can call it the McGuff house. <laughs> It's a safe home for quarantine, and we want it. We want to play you. Let's do it. We're all Rona free. We can touch the same ball. It's fine. It's fine. Gosh, I. Public prediction score between me and McGuff, <laughs> Brad and Jake, 11, of course, because that's the winning number. McGuffin, I'm going to be honest. I'll, I'll be nice to you. Three. <laughs> 11 to three. Beat it. Beat it, Oscar. <laughs> He's going to follow us. 3,000? <laughs> I'd follow him. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's not where I thought that conversation was going to go. Tag, I hey, like it, though. Tag McGuffin in, uh, in every post we have from now on, all right? <laughs> What's his first name? Tyler? Tyson. Tyson. It's Even a sweet worse. name. 
No, it's not, man. Anyway. Not, like, not compared to us, man. October 24th and 25th. I'm pretty sure of the dates. The Kansas City Open. So we got, what, like six months to How train. How realistic is it that that's going to happen? I think it's very realistic that I play in it. I think the fact that I win it I'm sorry, won't be that realistic. That is going to actually take place. Oh, because of Rona? Right. Oh, I think things will be happening. Right? You got to be optimistic. It's so that. sunny outside. My How gosh. could a virus spread when it's just sunny? No, no one ever gets viruses when it's sunny and nice outside but the, from the flowers. From all the ridiculous things I've said about the coronavirus on this podcast, now I'm like, well, I'm not going to try to make sense anymore. Just, <laughs> just double down on the stupidity. That's right. Probably That's what podcasters times, do. Multiple times every week now, people will hit me up and be like, okay, so a few episodes behind, just heard what you guys were saying about the coronavirus, and wow. <laughs> and that's all they say. I'm like, I know. I don't even remember what we said, but I know. It was so stupid, and I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed. I don't even know what it was, but I'm so sorry. There's no, there's no way that people didn't also have that thought. Maybe not 100% of our listeners, but we were not the only ones in the world to think, eh, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, I just didn't know. We, right? No yeah. one knew any better. I was uneducated and ignorant and... I think even then, and this is still kind of a sentiment I share now, uh, which uh, now I got to be careful. I don't really want to talk about this, but even <laughs> back then it was like, okay, we're, we're hearing these warnings from the CDC like we'd never heard before. Maybe we should be scared of this. Okay, but how do we fight it? Just wash your hands, guys. And that yeah. like didn't really make sense in my mind. I was like, can it be that bad if the main proactive like prognosis we have is like just just wash your hands? It didn't make sense to me. Like why? Like a, people were already doing that, right? <laughs> I think that was the thing that was happening. Like how many people are just like, I'm, I'm good. I, yeah, I just went to the bathroom. I'm just gonna just gonna wipe up and get out of here. <laughs> and no. now we know more about it. Obviously, there's more you can do than just wash your hands. But a month ago, that was seriously the thing. Right. No one was staying in their homes. Because we weren't told to. It was just like, yeah. this is getting bad in China, guys, so just wash your hands. And, and I was like, like yeah, what? That's China. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're different there. <laughs> <laughs> it's different. Yeah. Um, anyway, we don't have to talk about it anymore. Uh, okay. We have lots of voice memos. You want to head yeah, that we way? We have so many voice memos. Uh, yeah, let's head that way. Okay. Hey, Jake and Brad. This is Hunter Cripps from Portland, Oregon. Uh, I really love your guys' podcast. I love how we're kindred spirits. We just There's so much about us that we agree on besides one thing, and that's LaCroix. You guys are totally underrating LaCroix. They have a special ability, and that is ice cream. You know when you eat ice cream, you take that first bite, and the ice cream just hits you like, mm! and the second bite, it your tongue is coated with the flavor, and it doesn't taste as strong. But if you were to clear your palate in between bites with LaCroix, which is an excellent palate cleanser it's not too flavorful and it cleanses it well it it makes ice cream just so much better the experience is amazing so my question is what is your guys's favorite ice cream do you have any favorite ice cream hot takes my hot take is salt and straw which is known for portland oregon they have salt and straw it's not that good i'd rather eat haagen than salt and straw love you guys' podcast thank you so much um praying for you guys thanks hunter wow Okay, so he loves LaCroix. Hot take, a guy from Portland likes LaCroix. <laughs> Who would have thought? Did not see that coming. He probably also, I don't know, shops at Whole Foods. That is, uh, free. I, I've never thought about the uh, palate cleanser aspect of it, of eating ice cream. I've never done that. So he's saying, eat a bite of ice cream, take LaCroix, eat another bite of ice cream. Okay. Take LaCroix. Right. By mouth, twice take, daily. Yeah. P.O. Um... So there, uh, whatever. That's that. Maybe I'll try it. I'll try it. We yeah. just bought. I just went to Aldi yesterday to buy Lacroix for my wife. 
bought the hibiscus kind. What do you guys think of that, Look, Hunter? You like that one? What does that mean? Oh, that's like a flavor. Yeah, it's like I hibiscus, like, but it's like hibiscus. They're they're cute. They're cute like that. Shows you how little I know. I legitimately thought I meant like, oh, it's high in hibiscus. Right. <laughs> like high it, in viscous. Low actually. calorie hibiscus. Yeah. Hibiscus, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very good on your bloodstream. Low very, very good for the bisques. Um, it's like lobster bisque, hibiscus. <laughs> yeah. It's like lobster flavor. It's New England clam chowder style. Um, yeah, maybe so. I'll try it out because I have ice cream and he, LaCroix at home. He very well could be right. I've just never even thought about that or tried it. Salt and straw. I've had it before. I've had it in Orlando. I've had it in Portland. And yeah, it seems pretty overpriced. It's like a thing you should do when you're a near one. But is it? A, it's like a place you go, though. It's not a place. It's not a brand that you buy at the stores. As far as I know. Okay. Yeah. It was in like the the Disney Village or whatever in Orlando is where I had it. Whatever. It's ice cream. It's kind of all the same. It's okay. kind of like paying a ton for pizza. It's like, well, yeah. how, how good, how much better can it really get than like the, even the cheapest kind I love. So I don't need to spend that much more on it. Right. All these 279, they are just great. They are good. They're as good as DiGiorno. See? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's how I kind of view ice cream. We were just talking about ice cream yesterday, though, two days ago over dinner with yes. Greg. Yeah, we were. I was saying that uh, Butterfinger is my favorite uh, treat to have concreted. Your mix-in. My mix-in. Yeah. And I said M&M's. And I said, whoa. Oh, hey, too crunchy, It gives huh? me cold teeth. Yeah. Too crunchy in there. Uh, my hot take about... I have two hot takes about ice cream. One is the store brand. I and this one's going to get me in trouble with a lot of people. Uh oh, I think. Are you going BB? I think the Bluebell. Oh, I knew it is fine. Oh, I think it's pretty good. I think it's so. So let me let me clarify before people go up in arms. Yeah, Ben Rector last week, Bluebell this week. I know, week. dude. Exactly. <laughs> going for the conservatives, man. In the South, they're going to hate you. <laughs> let me let me just say this. Let me let me clarify everything. I believe that Bluebell is the best brand of ice cream. He's just not that good at songwriting. <laughs> I believe it's the best. I just don't, I think people think that Bluebell is like Michael Jordan and every other thing is like Steve Kerr or Tony Kukoc. It's like, <laughs> and you're like, no, everyone else is Scotty Pippen. Everyone else is Scotty Pippen. Yeah. Like okay. Scotty Pippen, top 50 NBA players ever. And just because, or he was at one point, I don't know if he still is, but like Michael Jordan's obviously the best. And Bluebell, I think, is the best, but I don't think it's like leaps and bounds above everything else. Like we need to drive to Tulsa because their Walmarts have Bluebell. <laughs> right. like people do that. Yes. People do that. And it's like, it, it's good. But it's it's kind of like you're saying with pizza. Like, I don't think there's like this significant Like disparity gap. in yeah. like the top and bottom. So that's my first hot take. My second hot take is that I believe that hot, uh, hot, hot air balloons I should that. start serving ice cream. Whoa. <laughs> There's a business. They call idea. it called high scream. Oh, oh, high biscuits and high scream. <laughs> it's high and biscuits. Uh, <laughs> second hot take is that frozen custard is better than ice cream, just in general. I just I don't know if that's that hot of a take, but I just prefer frozen custard over ice cream. I do like the way it's whipped. It's also so dense. You get yeah, a dude. small. It's heavy. It's heavy. It's heavy. good. Yeah. It's good. Oh yeah. So those are my two hot takes. My favorite kind of ice cream, if I just like get a flavor from the store, is Moose Tracks. Moose Tracks is great. Great. One of my favorite animal-based ice cream flavors. Absolutely. Easily. And then Blue Bunny place to get ice cream. Another animal. Blue Bunny, dude. That's the thing. Catherine thinks Blue Bunny is absolute trash, and she thinks that uh, Blue Bell is like so good. And I'm like, that, that you. Fine taste as you could not tell a difference. <laughs> I'm, I'm convinced. Catherine. So anyway, um, favorite ice cream place to go though is Sheridan's Frozen Custard, I think. Or Andy's. They're they're both very good. Yeah. So Andy's for me. Thanks for the voice memo, Hunter. We'll try your LaCroix. Hey guys, this is Olivia from Omaha, a recent attendee for dental work. 
a while ago, I had suggested that you guys do some improv slam poetry, and it has been so fun to see how well it's been embraced and incorporated. For sure, put this talent on your casual resumes. Three quick questions. Answer as many as you like or have time for. First, arranged marriage or no marriage? Oh, no what marriage. What would you choose do you think you could make being married to a complete stranger work over time? Second, Buying someone a star or naming a star after them. Good idea, bad idea. What do you think? Last, if you had to give a sermon, what would your topic be or what Bible story would you like to cover? Okay, that's all I got. Thanks for being the only good thing about Mondays besides the Christian chicken being back open. Bye. Mm, she loves canes. Okay, that was a lot to process hey, there. Big Popeye's girl. Uh, I don't even know where to start. The star one. What was that? Would I rather have a star named after me or buy one for someone else? No, she's saying, is that a good idea or a bad idea, I think? To, yeah, to either name it for yourself or someone else. It's did, a terrible idea. I didn't know you could do that. You didn't? You can name it. It's a, very cheap, too, I think. Like oh, really? $20, maybe. I could be wrong. But who cares? That That is the most... There, There's nothing you can do with that information. It's, like, I could lie. Hey, Jake, here's a certificate that I bought you a star. Yeah, what? yeah. I, I think it's something that doesn't Call need, it Ursula, need to Call it Triplet Major. Like, who cares? Like, uh, that's not, that's not, no, don't do that. If you have done it, you wasted your money. Go to Aldi and you'll save it back. Um, the first question we disagreed on, what was it? Arranged marriage or no marriage? Oh, immediately. You uh, said no I don't really thought about it, but I, yeah, I was like, no marriage. I said, no way. I'd, I'd go arrange marriage. It's probably because you're married and I'm not. I think that you can make a marriage work no matter what. I think marriage I could. Is wonderful. But if I have the preference, I don't know if I want to roll those dice. Because like I, I very much enjoy my life now as yeah. a single guy, and then you throw into the mix like this huge curveball. Could be a great curveball. I could knock it out of the park, right? And, you know, depending on the arm slot, depending if I can get a, a good read on those seams early. Yeah. But I don't know if it's a late breaker. Mm -hmm. I could get you know caught looking. Late breaker, strikeout umpire. I don't know. Um, yeah, my initial thoughts are no marriage. I, I guess I'm thinking of specific girls now, and I'm thinking maybe I wouldn't want that, <laughs> which I know that sounds mean. But like, but for the most part, I think I could make it work. It's just one of those things where like if you're pursuing the right things and she's – or even if she's not, if you're pursuing the right things, you can make it work. But you, maybe you're right. Maybe it's not – yeah, you, you, you're not saying you can't make it work. You're saying you don't prefer it. Yeah, um, I think, in fact, even like an issue I have when I date people is every first date I've ever had seems to go great because sure. I can get along with anyone. I'm like, sure. this was awesome. We talked for two hours. Right. That was fantastic. And then after like actually think like, okay, but did I like it? Yeah. <laughs> I think I did, you know, whatever. So yeah. yeah, I think I can make it work with anyone for the most part, hmm. but I just don't know if I would want to. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I don't, I don't know. I, cause there's legitimately, it doesn't really feel like there's much of a like void in my life. Yeah. Like. You know, companionship every now and then is like something that's like, that would be nice. But for the right. most part, it's like, I've been single for a long time. I've learned how to live by myself. Even when like I see other couples sometimes, and this is just more me, like probably having an unhealthy, it, it, no, it definitely is. It's like seeing other couples make decisions together. I'm like, look, look at that. So, <laughs> so codependent, which is obviously not true, yeah. but it's, I'm so used to not having anyone else to make decisions with. Oh, that's one of the very good perks of being single for exactly. sure. Exactly. No, Absolutely. I know that I'm like, you yeah. know, lucky and yeah, thankful for it. Right. But it's like skewed my view, even on like two people <laughs> helping each other make a decision. I'm like, wow, look at that. Um, I think biblically it would say single, you know, being single is a gift. So yeah. So maybe you're right. And I'm a heathen.
No, I think you've seen the beauties of marriage and can see. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, I haven't. I'm, I'm getting. <laughs> I'm. I'm starting to a little bit, um, mostly because of Hattie. But Catherine and I are just. We're on the rocks, let's be honest. It's kind of a, the old work truck. It's going to take a while to get started. Once we get her rolling, probably in year eight, nine, right, right. hopefully things turn around. But it's hard to slow it down. You know, it's hard to get off the, the exit ramp, so you just keep going. <laughs> just kidding. There's no, uh, what are those, uh, the, the things in Colorado, the like, <laughs> the, uh, uh, what are those called? Yeah, like but, you're saying layaway or stowaway? Those the, are <laughs> words for a superstore we, or we, an airplane. We both keep going like this. The, the hand uh, motion is there. The breakaway, no. Runaway. Run, runaway train. Is that what it's called? Runaway Lane? Sure. <laughs> sure. Hey, if you're in Colorado, let us know. Five star <laughs> what are those review? exit things called? You're, you need one of those. Anyway, um, yeah, your marriage is on the rocks. It's fine. I mean, but you're a Scorpio, though. So, you know, you should have seen this coming. That's how our uh, Scorps are. Scorps and Leaves are, right. uh, you know, tricky. Yeah. Um, what was the third question? Uh, if you had to give a sermon right now, what would it be about? I think it was the question. Oh, okay. This is a crazy question. Not crazy. Um, it's a lot to think about, though. I got one. Um, I would I would preach over the book of Esther. Okay. I like it because no one, ever, no one ever talks about Esther. One, shout out Esther Kim. Two, the book of Esther. In fact, you can make a pretty good argument that like if there's one book that maybe shouldn't be in the Bible, which I think everything is supposed to be in there. Don't hear me say that, but like Whoa, it's the only hey. <laughs> heathen. It's the only book that doesn't mention God. Right. Uh, I think it was also one of the only like Old Testament books that wasn't found in the Dead Sea Scrolls. Something like that. There's like an argument to be made for like okay. Oopsie, Esther. However. I think it should be in there, and I think it's, uh, I would preach over, here, I'm getting to the point. Esther is one of the best books for displaying irony. It's one of the only cases of irony in the Bible, and there's like beautiful, like different aspects of irony in that story, and so I think uh, you could relate it to nowadays and be like, you can have make all these plans, pretty much the story of Esther is like, everyone has an idea of something they want to do, and it pretty much backfires on everyone but Queen Esther. Mm, the Vashti. Yes, everyone tries to do something and it doesn't work out. And you could relate that to nowadays. We have all these plans. You know, you're going to go to do this. You have these travel plans, tour plans with Trey Candy. Who knows? But <laughs> who, know, who knows? It's I don't know. I'm just, I'm just spitballing. There. But they don't work out. <clears throat> that's my off-the-cuff answer. I think you could do a that's story your, like that. That's your answer for such a time as this? Yes. Okay. That's what I do for now. Um, I need to preach tomorrow. Mine is much, I don't know, whatever. Uh, mine, I love the illustration. Have you heard Tim Elmore? He's uh he does habitudes. You heard habitudes? Oh, I have. He does an illustration thermostat versus thermometer. Okay. Oh, nice. Do you understand like where it's going? Like yeah. thermostat, you set the tone. Thermometer, you respond to the environment around you, basically. Like, uh, so it's Romans twelve two. Don't be conformed, be transformed, kind of thing. Just the idea of don't be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It's kind of like that pickleball serve you have. You saw on YouTube. Yes, like, exactly. <laughs> Brad comes to pick all night. Guys, I saw this on YouTube last night. It's called <laughs> setting the tone. Check this out. <laughs> it's just like this super high serve that goes so slow, which I get it. It's supposed to like, we don't need to talk pickleball strategy. No, this is, is a pickleball funny. podcast. <laughs> we want you to McGuffin! <laughs> uh, so every time any of us have a high serve, we say, oh, set, set the tone. Yeah. Set the tone. Here it comes. Olivia so with another great. Be the thermostat. Great one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, thanks I for just, the great questions. And the Slampo back in the day. Slampo back in the dough. Hey, Jake and Brad. This is Jessica from Michigan. Longtime listener, first time caller. Um, I'm calling because I actually have been to the dentist a lot in the last two months because I'm actually a hygienist. So, um, Jake, I know you've said in the past that you don't really floss your teeth that often, but, you know, you got this. I believe in you. 
Um, and Brad, I just gotta say that you are completely right. Aldi is the best, um, and so completely underrated. So more people need to go there. Um, but my question for you guys is I've listened to all your guys' episodes and it sounds like you guys have a pretty similar childhood to me. Um, and my family used to listen to Adventures in Odyssey all the time growing up, especially on long road trips. So I just wanted to know if you guys used to listen to that as well. Um, but I just gotta say, I love your guys' podcast. It makes my Monday mornings when I'm getting ready for work, driving on my way to work and, um, puts me in a good mood before I have to go clean some more tea. So keep it up guys. Love it. Thanks, Jessica. I never odysseyed. I would only if it was on the radio. Like every once in a while it was on the radio when we were coming back from church or something. And, really? But it was like, I very rarely got it at the beginning. Catherine was big AIO, AIOer. It seems like, yeah, you're one way or the other. Like yeah. I had several friends growing up who were like really into it. I don't know why we weren't. I right. really don't know anything about it. Uh, Hattie's starting to get into it, I think, a little bit. Uh, she also listened to GT and the Halo Express. Oh, GEZ? GTZ. Oh. Uh, I was a salty guy. You ever listen to P-S-A-L-T-Y, salty? Are these musicians? What are you even talking about? It was, it was like this, it was like this sal- psalm book. It was salty. Uh, and he would sing all these songs. Uh, salty, McGee and Me, um, Left Behind, I remember. There left, we go. Left got behind, one. Got uh, one. You know, those That's things. mine. Uh, those, were, those were some of the ones I liked. You got any more? Of just like book series and stuff? Or videos or... Audios. Yeah, got, got real down on Left Behind. I was the youngest, and so like I had sisters that were older, so we listened to a lot of Wow. Remember Wow? Oh, I had those albums oh, big for wow. sure. Yeah, yeah, big Wow guy. Um, I don't know what else. I was I was pretty, you know, I was a heathen. I, I had to go to the cafeteria corner a lot. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Uh, I, I can't think of much else, but yeah, I'm sure we did a lot of the same stuff. Thank you, Jessica. Yeah. Sorry I'm not flossing that much. Um, I just, all. I don't want to. yeah. It, yeah, whatever. How much of your teeth are genetics though? I feel like, I mean, this is coming from, I have no knowledge of this at all. This is just a pure guess. I yeah. feel like your, your teeth are largely, they're just kind of like your hair. Like your, your hair is so much of just your genetics. I know one of my cousins, like never, not never, but like did not take great care of his teeth and never had cavities. And then one of my other cousins brushed teeth very well and had cavities. Like my sister growing up took way, and this was going to debunk the genetics case, but my sister took way better care of her teeth growing up and she ended up having to have braces and had more cavities than I did. Yeah. And you know, well, I feel like braces definitely, you can't help. Right. Like you can't brush your teeth or floss. Yeah. Oh yeah. To, yeah. I see what you're saying. That's a good point. Yeah. You can't floss yeah. out the, the <laughs> shoot. <laughs> I got an overbite. <laughs> Just floss it out. Um, maybe that's why the kids are doing that though. The floss. Oh, Fortnite. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a dental company. Hygienists are loving the floss. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Jessica. What up, Jake and Brad? This is JD. I figured now is a good time to leave you guys a message because I just had a weird fashion experience. So I went to Subway, and it was very sketchy and very weird. Quarantine, everything shut down here in New York City. So it's been a long day of delivering food. I wanted Subway. He made my wrap and then smooshed it into a ball. And when I say smooshed, I mean smooshed. So that's enjoyable. Then he was like, it's cash only. It's about $10. It's about $10. All right, man. And I was like, for 10 bucks, give me a drink. And he gave me a drink. Weird experience. I thought of you guys. Love the show, obviously. I'm almost all the way caught up on 46. You guys are helping me get through quarantine. Um, wanted to share an experience with you guys in the last 15 seconds. I left my phone somewhere like two weeks ago, and I thought of you. I was like, you guys would have funny thoughts about this crazy experience. So that's not really a question, but what are your thoughts? I left my phone somewhere. How totally ridiculous is that? All right. Love you guys. Bye.
That last part sounded like Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> I left my phone somewhere. How am I gonna get it back? I don't know where it is. Do you know where it is? You don't know. You don't know. You never known. Um, that's funny. That's funny about the subway thing. He said the word smooshed. I thought it was boosted. Could oh, tell really? a lot of lot of wind. Yes, he was in the windy city of New York. That's um, right. Yeah, and Sunshine State. But he said <laughs> the guy was like, "Yeah, it's about ten bucks." I love that. <laughs> I love it too. It's like, yeah, that's a round number. 10 bucks. Just give go me, ahead. Why don't you give me 10 dollars? Cough it up, hot chat. Huh? <laughs> uh, that's awesome. And he, then I love his retort, like, well, give me a drink if you're gonna he's like, okay. <laughs> and the guy's just like, yeah, I'll give it to you. It's, he still knows that it's like a good deal for him. I was listening to a podcast this week and they were talking about that this guy that like works at this, it was also in New York City, like works at this pizza shop. Like he always makes it seem like because he's the owner, he makes it seem like he's giving you a deal. Uh-huh. Like you'll order. All right, I want two like buffalo chicken, you know, whatever, mediums. Okay, two buffalo chickens and a Pepsi. That's it. Why don't we just call it uh, $14? <laughs> it like makes it seem like he's giving you a deal. Yeah. And then when the dollar amount comes out, you're like, no, that's that's probably as much as it I should cost. It, yeah. Let's see, 12-inch Subway sandwich. Why don't you just, you know what? Just give me $9. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's still a lot. That's what I'm going to start. I'm going to be like, yeah, if we do it today, I could do it for you for, yeah, $14.50. It's like... Okay, great. Yeah, just the way you word things. Yeah, it's all about the the framing of it. Let's see, for a video in, okay, if you want 1080p, um, <laughs> just say something that's like industry standard. Okay, if you want widescreen, um, I could probably do it for like a thousand. Yeah, and I can make that digital for you for another 45. <laughs> <laughs> make it digital. What's up, Jake and Brad? It's Bo from Colorado. First of all, so glad I went to the dentist in February because now I'm qualified to actually leave you a voice memo this week. Um, secondly, Brad, super pumped that you remember 1010220 because when I brought that up to my family as a memory not too long ago, they basically called me crazy because none of them remembered it. So thank you for having a good memory. And finally, what I would like for you guys to do is describe your dream home. Nothing is off limits, so have fun with it, and I look forward to hearing what you guys have to say. All right, thanks. Bye. 10, 10, 2, 20, <laughs> let's go. Pew, pew, pew. Thank you. That's uh, that's Miss Amaya. I probably, a, a long time ago, I talked about that I Skyped into this, like, classroom. Yeah. It was her class. That's awesome. She's still listening. That's cool. All right. Uh, favorite, or dream house? Dream home. This is something I don't think I've ever thought about. Have you ever seen the movie Blank Check? No, but I've seen Smart House. Is it like that? Kinda. Okay. <laughs> this guy. It's a movie. This guy somehow writes a blank check for a million dollars and then like gets somebody to cash it. And so this little kid's got a million dollars and he makes, or he like buys this house. That's clearly like a $5 million house, but it's awesome. Anyway. Must've been uh, an undeveloped part of America. It was. Yeah. It was definitely like Detroit or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> um, Flint. Yes. Uh, but he has a water slide coming out of his house. Oh, that's cool. Which, that's that's in the dream home for sure. But that's my, that's my first thing. Let's you know just bounce back and forth. Yes, home um, theater. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, bounce back and forth. Let me start with the first three. Home uh, theater, uh, <laughs> French doors, and <laughs> I think okay. I'm gonna start small. Great, lot of natural light. Okay, that's a must. Okay, I want windows everywhere. Are you imagining that you're in the city, in the country, on oh, the beach? I haven't thought about that. I want to be in the mountains. Las Montañas. But I want to be in the mountains that are also right by the city. And by the city, I mean like by Salt civilization. Lake Salt Lake City would be a great spot for you. Okay, SLC. I mean, SL, well, I don't know about Utah, man. You know, arranged marriage. You, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're thinking of Afghanistan. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I think my spot would be like, 
I don't, I don't know. I guess Hawaii. That's just my answer for everything. I just want everything okay. to be in Hawaii. It's Dream. It'd be in Kauai. Yeah, Dream okay. House is in Kauai. Okay, somewhere with a lot sick. of natural light. So much natural light. Um, there, somewhere in the house, sec, in my second basement, trampoline park. Park. Trampolines everywhere. Oh, in baby. foam pits. Try to get hurt. Oh, baby. Yeah. Try to get hurt. I would. <laughs> I would find a way. I would tear my ACL. Playing slam ball with you. Oh, yeah. There's goals down there. For sure. Oh, my gosh. Yes, slam that's ball. Absolutely. There's slam ball. And there's cameras. So everything's recorded. If you, Can you if imagine you, if Isaac you do anything, playing slam ball? It would not be fair. Oh. He gets to use hardwood floor. We have trampolines. Right. <laughs> he would still jump higher than me. <laughs> That would be sweet, though. Yeah, everything gets recorded in case you ever dunk on anyone. You've got the oh, footage okay. of it. I like it, yeah. GoPro's in the corner. Okay. I would have a very technologically, like, state-of-the-art house. Like, so, okay. so many gadgets. Yeah. Like, like, like a smart house. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. In fourth grade, gifted class, we <laughs> had to come up with an invention, and we had a big driveway out back in Stratford. Mm-hmm. And so my idea was an underground type of, oh, I think I've talked about this before, but, um, like, the bank... Uh, shoots a thum. yeah yeah yeah. I would have that for my mailbox. Mailman puts it in and it thums it Ooh. right into my house. Fourth I like, grade. I like this idea, but for like vending machine esque food things for me. Like I want I want to have some kind of machine in my house that has frozen custard, Dr Pepper, pizza reheated preheated on the oven. Yes. And then you press a button and it just thum, right there thum. to you in the driveway where you're playing pickleball and your homemade. You're not oh. homemade, professionally made pickleball court. Indoor and outdoor pickleball, depending on what mood I'm in. IOP, yeah. That is there. I want, um, on the food thing, I want a water fountain, but it's got different drinks in it. Oh, so I've got, like Mr. All, Deeds? Yes. That? Yeah. That's Fruit Hawaiian punch. punch. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Hawaiian punch. So I've got different water fountain things on tap. I got cream soda. Okay. Chocolate milk. Oh. Uh, McDonald's Dr. Pepper. Sure. And water. No. <laughs> Uh, I guess just those three. Okay. Cream soda, chocolate milk. You like root beer a lot? No? Not in the top three. Yeah, okay. Not top four. Yeah. What else would I have? I mean, definitely like a sweet, there's a podcast studio. There's like a whole just makeshift studio for anything. There's green screens, cameras. Yeah. Just a maker space, isn't it? A maker space. Maker spacer. Like this is a compound that we're living on basically. Yes. I want to have 10 to 20 mole women who also are there and they don't get to see the sunlight. Oh, then you would love Utah. You're right. (laughs) Salt Lake City. Uh, just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cafe Rio, though. Yeah, I have Mormon friends. Okay, I'm just gonna say it. All right, my best friend's Mormon. All right, That's shout out Scotty. The new, yeah, Scott like, Sell. I could say that. I have no, black no, I have friends. Mormon friends. It's fine. Yeah, yeah I'm just saying. That. I can um, say that. I have, I have liberal friends. <laughs> just after you say anything. No, yeah, my friend, he he, he voted for Obama. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about your bed? Do you care? I want a big old bed, like a whole room. That's just the bed. Like Shaq, did you ever see Shaq's crib? <laughs> I did. I know like, what you're talking about. <laughs> like, like Superman it was a bed. big circle, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. I want that. I think, I, I don't care that much about the bed. Pretty much any bed I've ever been in, I've considered it comfy. Mm-hmm. But I think one of those Tempur-Pedic beds would be kind of cool. Like where I can sit up in bed myself. I can yeah. hit a button and like now I'm a little upright. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. I feel like those are like usually marketed towards old people, but I'm like, I want one of those. I like sitting upright. Yeah. I'm, yeah. yeah, a homo sapien for a reason. Right. It's, I've, ch- I've chosen. Hey, I don't want to walk on four legs. I like it up here. Mm-hmm. About five feet, 10 inches off the ground. I'm good. This I is like the nice. elevation. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. That's, that, that's it. That's all we want. Yeah. No more. 
Um, Good keep cool. going on that for a while. Thanks, B. Hi, Jake and Brad. This is Sarah from Texas um, calling because I was really excited about your endorsement of Aldi on the last episode. Um, I'm also a hashtag Aldi advocate. It is the very, very best. One time my friend said it's like thrifting for groceries, and I was like, exactly. It is absolutely the best. I would love to hear your favorite Aldi product. Mine is the dinosaur-shaped spinach and kale bites, which sound terrible, but are great with pizza rolls. Second, I would love to hear y'all debate in this quarantine time who is most likely to survive an apocalypse um, out of the two of you. Go. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks for being all the advocate. I like that hashtag. I'm going to start using that. At this that. point, yeah, we should make merch. That's Aldi based. I, you probably can't make money off of someone else's brand. No, I think that's perfectly legal in America to make money off somebody else's brand. That's kind of what that's we, what we did all about. to the Native Americans. So we're just doing it again. Oklahoma, shout out! <laughs> shout uh, out to you guys. You <laughs> keeping it alive down there. Um, favorite Aldi thing? I don't know. We don't get that crazy. Sometimes we get raspberry goat cheese, which sounds terrible to you probably, <laughs> but it's so good with some little fig crackers. Come on. Uh, I don't know if I get anything that weird at Aldi. They got two ninety nine lava cakes if you're ever in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> you would get lava cakes. That cracks me up. Honestly, uh, you know, I actually never got one. I got that from Luke, uh, I got that from Luke Cleaver back in the okay. day when Crenshaw first showed Cleaver Aldi. He could not believe that lava cakes were two ninety nine, right? and he would he would talk about it all the time. That's awesome. Hey, you guys would go to Aldi two ninety nine lava cakes. <laughs> I will say Aldi has a very good imitation naked juice. Uh, okay. It's really good. I, I like that a lot. Strawberry banana. Imitation. No. Trans fat. I don't know. That's not a thing that's in naked juice. Anyway, um, who would win an apocalypse war? Jake. Jake's fast. And if it comes down to speed, sure. I don't know what it comes down to, though. It comes down to having kids. Then you would probably win. I'd win twofold. Um, I, I don't know enough about what skill set it takes to win. I don't even, yeah, I don't, I don't know. The only thing I'll say is that like, if it's a zombie apocalypse, which is what I'm imagining, um, I have relatives in Texas who have lots of guns probably. I, I haven't asked them like, hey, how, how, many, how many guns we got? How but much weaponry? Who, who, who do we got here? But I would imagine that your family does not have very many guns. Let's say your family has more than mine. Yes. My, my immediate, my, my house, zero guns. But we have a car that could get us down there and help <laughs> us survive. This is a little off topic real quick, but I was asking Trey last week at his house. I was like, dude, how's, how's quarantine gone? And he goes, I bought a BB gun off Amazon last week. <laughs> to shoot the squirrels or yeah. what? Really? Uh, I don't think squirrels. I think, uh, well, I shouldn't say. I should say what Trey's <laughs> using a BB gun for. Um, There's a kid on next door that plays his drums really loud. And I'm just, <laughs> just said it right in the forehead. <laughs> and then I went over this week and uh, I was like, hey, you got a package. He's like, oh, that's my RC car. I was like, dude, you're turning into 12 years old. <laughs> yeah. This quarantine. Middle school Maddox really took a toll on him. <laughs> he's, a, he's a method actor. <laughs> that's great, dude. Uh, uh, that's anyway, yeah, you have more access to guns and probably, but I have more access to proxy mines. Don't forget that conversation. Gosh, yeah, you're, you're much closer. You're, <laughs> I mean, if... if out of the two of us, you could definitely probably think of somebody from high school before I could that might have a personality of like, yeah, I could get you some proximize. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he, you know, like, yeah, we go to the old, uh, whatever. Remember that ar the army stores, like that sell all the old army clothes and stuff. Oh yeah. There's like so many of those down in like Southwest Missouri. Oh yeah. Yeah. Green <laughs> County loves them. 
<laughs> they really are. Those um, things are awesome, though. Like, you can just buy really cool army stuff there. You show up in the mess hall and one of those things, <laughs> you fit right in. Fit right in. Oh, we're feeding, we're, we're going to that well, the, the mess hall well, a lot, and I like it. All right. All thanks. right. Next voice memo. Thanks, Sarah. Hey, Brad. Hey, Jake. This is Esther, the resident audiologist and best friend calling from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And I was just calling because I love it when you guys do impressions on the show. Um, it just makes me laugh so hard. So I was going to see who or what your favorite impression was to do. And if you could give us a little example on the show. Hope you guys are doing great. Love you guys. And I will hopefully see you guys soon. Bye. Esther. I love it. I love Esther. Esther, she is our best friend. She's right. And she lives in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Arranged marriage with Esther? Yes or no? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we can make it work. She's the best. She's the best here. Um, okay. So impressions are tough. One, I'm not. I'm already not good at them. And two, when someone says, what's your best one? Do it right now. Then the, the pedestal is high. It's like, this is what he thinks he's best at. Have I mentioned on the podcast that I'm prime time, not pay-per-view? Is that like... That's oh, like a, yeah, that's like you a, have. Yeah. Yeah, thing I say. It's not like, like Brad... Say that. Hey, funny. Brad, you have that hilarious third day voice. Do the do the third day voice. <laughs> it's like ah, you're you're just thinking it's gonna be so funny. Um, okay, well, I will I will volunteer to be vulnerable, and maybe you guys aren't gonna think it's funny, uh, but I think I do a decent uh, Louis Armstrong voice. <laughs> it hurts my voice a little bit. Okay, uh, so I want to you to give me a song, and I will sing it as Louis Armstrong. Well, well, let's rapid fire three or four. Okay, first let's start. TikTok by Kesha. TikTok, Monday, stop, beady, zap, easy, baddy, zap, do, say, I don't know that word. That's all. Uh, Star Spangled Banner. Oh, say, can you see me, 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 me? <laughs> by the dawn's early <laughs> Okay, now um, a Christmas song by Michael Bublé. I'm <laughs> dreaming. Oh, why? Christmas. (laughs) Just like the ones I used to know. Zatarans. (laughs) Zatarans. That seems like a tough on the the vocal cords. Yeah, it doesn't feel great. Uh, Thank you, Brad. Thank you, Esther. That was lovely. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, That was good. I, um... I will th- I will try to do one before the end of the episode. I legitimately don't even know what I would do right now. I would not I would say you're a very funny person, Jake. I would not say that impressions are your uh, thing that make you funny. No, the, there's a disconnect between my ears and my mouth and I can't get them to like sync up. Like what right. I hear is not what I can reproduce. Never has been. And I would say it's actually really funny to watch you try to do impressions. I'm, I have to think so hard and I still can't <laughs> do it. I'm like I have to focus I like look down at the ground and try to focus. Like I could do like a skit character, you know, I could be like sure. a fake country boy, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm not like impersonating anyone specifically. Right, right, right. Oh, I feel like I'm better at doing impersonations of our friends than I am of like famous people. Like, let's say uh, you said something to Esther, but she can't, she didn't quite hear what you said. Huh? <laughs> That's like the classic Esther. <laughs> what? Huh? <laughs> All right. Thanks, SD. Hey, Jake and Brad. This is Christian calling in from Colorado. I have a two-part question, uh, a little bit personal. And I may get, you know, a little bit of heat for my answers uh, to these questions. But first question would be when you're done going to the bathroom and it is time to grab the toilet paper, do you fold the toilet paper nicely and continue to fold or do you crinkle? Now, I personally am a folder. I think it's the uh, much more economically friendly and environmentally friendly way to go. 
And then my second question for you guys, and this is the one that I think I'm going to take some heat for, is when you wipe, do you stand or sit? I personally am a stander. I've been flamed for that. But I do know multiple people who stand. And I think, again, that's the right way to go. Uh, So I'd love your input on this. And thank you guys for the great podcast. See you guys. So I'll stand with arms high and folded foot toilet paper. (laughs) I don't know. Um, Getting personal on the voice. Yeah, really. Like I'm like a little – like we're not even talking to anybody personally right now. We're just recording this and I'm a little bit uncomfortable with this. But we did have this exact conversation (laughs) a week ago. Like both questions. We purposely didn't talk about it on the podcast, I think. (laughs) Or at least I didn't bring it up. Uh, I had the exact same thoughts as him. I was – I used to be a water. Was a a water my whole life. Um, Didn't know – didn't know anything but Wad. Um, Because you used to watch a lot of Fox, right? Water's World? Yes. Yeah. And I went to church a lot, so I had a relationship with Wad. Um, yeah, Waters World. Um, you were a friend of, of Wad. I was a, I was Bhagavan. a Bhagavan. Bhagavan. Um, but recently, I'm, this is embarrassing, honestly. This is, gosh, this is so... I've been using Kleenexes. <laughs> no, don't use those. Do you know that? Well, obviously. It's very thin. No, that's not why. Uh, don't use them because they don't... Uh, oh, like, flush? Yeah, they don't like disintegrate in the water. Still, I'm worried about my own hands before I'm worried about the plumbing. I'm not using Kleenexes. Oh, what kind of Kleenexes? Well, whatever. They could rip. They could... Uh, they're, they're thick. I don't know. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I saw a YouTube video recently that was like a jokingly like, this is how kids are being taught how to wipe these days. And it's so genius that they're being taught like this. And I watched it and I was like, maybe I should try that. <laughs> and so it was like the folding thing. And I fold. And now, especially in this quarantine times, oh, it's wonderful. It, it saves us so much money and so <laughs> much so much worry every day of like, we're running out of toilet paper. No, we're not because I'm folding. And then I sit. I used to be a stander, uh, but I'm, I'm a sitter now. Wow. Uh, 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 thanks, <laughs> thanks, Christian. <laughs> Brad's going to throw up talking about no, it. No, I'm not. I'm just uncomfortable. <laughs> I am a water and a stander. Yeah, you are. I, You know, something about standing, it makes me feel like I'm getting cleaner. I spread those legs out and you just dig in there. Imagine you're, mm, I don't even know what I'm going to say here. Uh, imagine you're drilling for oil. <laughs> Where are you going do, with Do this? you want, no, not drilling. Imagine I, you're fracking. <laughs> Don't, don't like that I said drilling. You stand up and you got fracking toilet paper all over yourself. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I think standing up just gives you more um, room to work. See, I just imagine, okay, let's say you got a hot dog bun. It's open. You, you open up the hot dog bun. Hey, hey, hey. You put, Be sensitive to my allergy, please. You got, a, you got a turkey dog bun. Thank you. You open up the turkey dog. You put ketchup on one side, mustard on the other side. And then okay. you you stand that turkey dog up, you, you fold it back in, and now all of a sudden you got they're just they're sitting together. <laughs> are you saying that my cheeks are clapping? I'm saying yeah, I'm saying that you're getting unnecessarily dirty when you stand up. I, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like thanks for the thanks for the voice memo, Christian. Um, I guess I don't know. I think either way, it's probably not even close to as clean as you get from a bidet. Mm-hmm. But I just don't want to drill for for oil that way. <laughs> you know, I love it. Oh man, that was the most uncomfortable I felt on this podcast. Really, I think maybe I'm okay with that kind of stuff. Are you? Yeah. Hi, Jake and Brad. My name is Hannah. I never thought I would send in a voice memo because I hate the sound of my own voice. But when you said to leave one, if you've been to the dentist recently, I knew I had to leave one. 
I work at a dentist's office in Lawrence, and I'm starting dental school in the fall. And since you didn't want any dental-related questions, I will leave you with a suggestion, and that would be to shoot or brushing your teeth twice a day as opposed to the 0.8 average you're at now. Lastly, I am supposed to be getting married this summer, and if we get to have our wedding, Jake, I will trade you free dental care for life if you will be our videographer. Love the pod. Bye-bye. Whoa. Bye-bye. A lot. Whoa. First of all, Hannah, your voice sounds great. Don't be self-conscious yeah, about it. Yeah, great. Yeah. My gosh. Oh, my gosh. We love your voice. We listened to it three times just now. We liked it so much. She been about me, boo. That's not true. But, uh, wow. She Rock was chalk. in Lawrence. Rock chalk, yeah. Okay. That's a pretty good deal. Because I have 11 cavities right now. Just kidding. I don't. <laughs> Free dental work, though? Is she even allowed to offer that? Yeah, yeah. Because she's about to go to dental put in, school. Put it in writing. Yeah. So that's still three years before she could probably like even potentially like own her own dental thing where she could not, I don't know, Hannah, I don't know if you're I, I'm interested in though. position to offer me this, but yeah, let's chat about it. Uh, did she ask us a question? Just, uh, I think she just offered her services for mine. I would think about that if I were you, if you think I am you're going to be here it. in Kansas, you get some, get some contract going for her though. Like I just yeah. don't know how soon I can expect free dental work. Yeah. Yeah. This might be a big IOU, a lot of accounts receivable right. coming my way in the form of dental work. But yeah, we could talk about it. Thank you, Hannah. Hi, Ghost Runners. This is Lizzie from California, like the heart, not the good part with beach. Um, I've been listening to you guys for about a month, and I finally caught up because of this whole quarantine thing, which sucked. Also because I was really sick, and I had to just stay inside and listen to you guys, which was not bad. It was amazing. But now I am back on my feet and I've been running a lot because I love to run and I love listening to you guys well. And the other day, it was like still kind of early, I like saw a possum like right under my feet and I jumped back and I saw another possum right next to it, the little buddies. And I screamed and that scared them. And I was wondering if you guys have ever had any wildlife run-ins like that. Okay. Blessings from California. (laughs) Bye-bye. You had, you've had one, the raccoon. You talked about it one time. Yeah, I've had all sorts of run-ins. I used to um, chase rabbits in college all the time. What? Uh, we saw- Just for fun? Yeah, I've never talked about that. Maybe. Yeah, there were so many rabbits all I over. I thought chased squirrels. No, rabbits. Okay. There okay. were just bunnies everywhere at Bolivar. Okay. And so, yeah, I just like started chasing them with my friends. Would you ever catch them? Rarely, which was what made it so fun is because it didn't happen very often. Yeah. But yeah, we caught one a couple of times. It was sweet. Dude, that, that just shows how city I, I am, city boy. Because, like, if I got close to a rabbit and was about to catch it, I would get nervous. I don't know. I don't know. Like, once I held it, I would just be like, it's going to hurt me. I don't like this. <laughs> it was Wouldn't feel confident. Sweet. It was fun. They're so soft. Uh, and catch and release, guys, by the way. We're not doing anything crazy, <laughs> these rabbits. Um, but, yeah, one time we thought we found a rabbit. We chased it back to this place, and it was a raccoon. And that was really scary. Very territorial animal. Made a weird uh, sound. See? Like a bark and a hiss at the same time. Yeah. Raccoons are scary. We saw a fox this week. Back at my old place, I used to talk about this on the podcast. Every night I left, there was like a possum that lived there, and I hated it. And other times there was a cat there. Oh, cats had kids on the, my back porch. Kitty cats. So, yeah, a very protective mother. I don't know. I could probably keep thinking of things. I've had, you know, Man. I think everyone's had weird animal run-ins. Nothing crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would, not very many, but I'm, I'm nervous about that stuff. I get skittish with animals. I think you ever hit a deer? Uh, no. 
I've I've gotten close a few times. One time, like they it, like jumped over my mom's van. What? Yeah, this is not real. Like the windshield of the van. Sorry, not the not the top of the van. Wow. Still though, it was pretty crazy. At least that's how I remember it. I was young, but my sister got hit by a deer. Like it jumped into the side of her car. She said it, you know, freaked her out. She's like, we made eye contact. Like I saw no, the deer's dude, eyes. That scares me. Like that <laughs> bothers me so much. I think because of Tommy Boy, it like deer scare me. I really don't think you need to be afraid of deer. I know. They that's what everyone so, says. So skittish. That's what everyone says. But I still get nervous. I yeah, you gotta get over that somehow. Uh, on you night gotta... watch, did, did you you did night watch. Well, you mm-hmm. guys had a truck for night watch, so yeah. we, we had a smaller camp, so we just walked around. And I remember there were a few times where we were like supposed to do this flashlight and I was by myself three in the morning flashing this light and all of a sudden these deer just like pop out and like oh. run away. Freaked me out, man. When I was down at Branson, it was probably like two months ago, I rolled up and there were like probably 12 or 14 deer uh, next to my car where I was parking. It was awesome. Where in Lampy or in Branson? This is Branson, right? the, the K1 upper parking lot. Yes. There's so many deer. That's where they And I just got deer. out of my car and they still didn't uh, jump away. And so I just like stood in silence with all these deer. It was that, awesome. It was no, really cool. That, that didn't scare you at all? It was cool. 12 of them? I mean, they weren't like surrounding me. What if they're like, let's get them? I think, I don't know. I don't, what happened I just, to Tommy Boy? I don't think it's, a, that's not what happened to Tommy Boy. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what happened. He was at a Christian like sports camp. Slowly surrounding me. It was just like, <laughs> they're over there. I'm over here. It's just like, cool. We're just, that is cool. Animals are cool. Um, speaking of camp night watch, it reminded me one time, uh, a neighboring, just like farmers cattle got loose <coughs> out of the fence. And so we had these cattle running through K West and then they jumped into the woods still on K West property. And so Ward, our director, like 54 year old director was like, Jake, I saw you have an off period. Want to go catch this cow? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. And so me, him and David Harris went and tried to catch a cow in the woods, no which is weird, like very, very thick brush. So the cow can't really move that fast. And we weren't trying to catch him. We are going to get him and bring him back to the farmer. But it was awesome. So they didn't grow up on farms, and I did. So I had a little smart little idea. I was like, most cows, they probably get fed by like a a bucket Uh or something. I was like, I know the cows on our farm. Even just when my grandpa would shake the bucket, they knew that food was coming. So then we went and got a bucket and filled it with pea gravel. And we were just (laughs) walking through the woods shaking the bucket. Oh, And uh, we found them. It worked? Yeah, it was cool. So I found a cow once in the woods. So your grandpa was a farmer? Yeah, Angus. I don't think I knew that. Oh, really? That's a fun fact that I just learned about you today. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. I've been around some cows. Yeah, apparently so. You got the, the bucket knowledge. I think I rode a calf when I was little, but I don't remember it. Oh, that'd be cute. <laughs> send, send us a pic, Trish. We'll, we'll post on the <laughs> Ghost Riders podcast account. <laughs> oh, I have something I want to post on our account. I found, do you remember, like four years ago, right when the Coke Ices came out? Yeah. We made that in, Snapchat story. I found it on my phone. We should post it. It's four and a half minutes long. It's the one where so, you're like going on a quest to find yeah, it. Yeah, it's like four different McDonald's yeah. trying to post it. Oh, man. It was on Valentine's Day, too. <laughs> what a great husband I was. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's awesome. That was actually our last voice memo. Thank you guys for sending him in. This week, you have to send a voice memo in if... Um, Look down right now. Are you wearing a white shirt? Uh-oh. You better send in a voice memo. <laughs> All right. Not if you own a white shirt. We all know that. No, if you're wearing one right now. Yeah. White shirt, time to flirt with your voice. Hey, please. I'm married. Okay. Right now, you should have one more thing to talk about, then we'll wrap this up. I referenced last week that we would talk about this. Um, Jake, what do you think is more geographically ambiguous, the South or the Midwest? Oh, they're both very loose. People always are like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm from the Midwest. Like, that's just the Midwest for you. And I'm like, you're from Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. So I was going to say, like, Michigan. You're from Michigan. 
What what is the, what does that mean to you? Midwest. I think Midwest is a looser looser it feels term. Like it because the South. I feel like I kind of know where the South is. South is like dirty South. Okay. To me, anyway, and to most people, like Virginia is the South, but Texas isn't. See, would Texans out there? Do you agree? Like it's like one of those things. I think Catherine would be like, "No, I'm from the South." That's true too. Like each, yeah, it's ambiguous because Texans say they're South. For the most part, what I would about say Kentucky? South. Is it? I don't know. I know, right? It's like right by Indiana. <laughs> Indiana feels like it's like, we are definitely the Midwest. Yeah, they got corn. But then like Kansas, I feel like maybe Minnesotans are like, Kansas is the Midwest? Oh, we have to be. We, we have, have to Look be. at a map. We are in the middle, slightly west. You would think. Kansas is Midwest. Right? Kansas and Missouri are the heart of it. I feel like they are in the middle. See, Missouri, I feel like. Oh my gosh. I think it's Midwest. No, no, no. But I think there's some geography there that just, or like the uh, topography. What whatever. else would Missouri be if it wasn't the Midwest? I know. That's what I'm saying though. But they're in the SEC. So there's feels like there's a little like. I mean, that's what the last Southwest, four years. Southwest Missouri feels a little bit Southern, like in their culture. Hmm. I don't know. I I think it's the Midwest personally. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I definitely think it is. Um. I mean, just look at where it's at on the map. It is smack dab in the right. middle. It, it's not in the south. Like, why? Why doesn't Michigan say, "Hey, we're we're in the north"? No one wants to be in the north. Why don't they want that? Like, your your border. Santa's Canada. up there, North yeah. Pole. You got great branding around the north. That's how the North Pole works. It's just the northern part of the United States, right? Yes, I yeah. think it's like up by Lansing, <laughs> Kalamazoo, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like borders borders the uh, country to our north. Therefore, it should be the north. Canada. Correct. Yes. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, yeah, it's it's tough. There is Florida the loose. South. Florida is obviously very geographically very south. south. But is it it's a, is a cultural thing? Is it a geographical thing? Florida's its own. I feel like is Florida, Oklahoma? What's Oklahoma? I don't know. Oklahoma and Texas are just like you're good. You got, know, you got of, your own thing going on. You got your own thing. Casinos and cowboys. Yeah, that's right. The, the seas. Anyway, that's what I want to talk about. That's a good question. Yeah, yeah. I mean, leave my, us a five star review and tell us. What you guys think, what you define it as. Is it more cultural? Is it more uh, geographical? Is it a blend of both? Because it really is like very interesting. Yeah, I don't even know what I believe anymore. Because working, working at Canacook, obviously there's people from everywhere. And so you meet people that think, oh, we're from the Midwest. And it's like, no, I'm from, or they'll be like, oh, you're from Kansas. You're so Northern. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm literally in the middle of the United States. So anyway, <laughs> it's just very interesting. Uh, and then things that are like, literally Midwest would be like Colorado. Colorado's mm-hmm. literally middle and West, but that doesn't feel like the Midwest to me. New idea. Kentucky, Tennessee. We call it the Middle East. The border is called the Gaza Strip between those two <laughs> states. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I think if you're more likely to have an accent from that state, then you're like the South, like Tennessee, like people even from like Nashville, which is not that far away from like being in like Missouri or like, mm-hmm. you know, you can have an accent, like a pretty country accent living in Nashville. So I'm like, okay, South then. Okay. That's a new rule I just made up. Okay. So, so accents equals South. Yes. If you're on the border. Okay. Like what the about, one I really grew up with had any kind of Southern accent. That really? might be a hillbilly, but not like a sure. y'all. So what about accents, Northern accents? Does that like, mean that oh, you're not in the Midwest? Oh, don't, don't you know? You yeah. betcha. Oh, um, that's North. Yeah. You got a coupon? I don't know if they say that. <laughs> Isaac. Um, anyway. Okay. I, I just want to talk about it. I had the thought the other day because people always like have been leaving us voice memos or saying stuff to us like, yeah, we just are big Midwestern people. And it's like, no, you're, to me, that doesn't, you're, 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 you're from Minneapolis. 
Maybe if we get crazy this week. Steez, Steez, talk to us, Steez. Big Daddy. Yeah. We can put some on our Instagram. That's like our definition. Yeah. We got the Middle East in there. Right. The don't you knows. The, the don't you region. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway. Oh, one thing I want to talk about. This is a cool story and relevant to this week. Uh, one of the, this, this is something that I've never really told anyone. One, because it doesn't exactly just come up. And yeah, it would be weird to necessarily say, but we have a beautiful story of poetic justice in my own life this week. Back in 2013, 2014 in college, I, uh, one of those years, not both of those years, but anyway, in college, I would get kind of talked to a lot by different administrators and people of power at SBU. Um, In their eyes, I was pushing the envelope in a lot of areas. I think if you were to look back now at the things I was doing, you would say that's silly that you ever got in trouble for that. But back then, Christians, I think, were like, should we even be using social media? Do we, we don't even know what this is yet. I mean, that sounds crazy, but it's not that big of an exaggeration. Yeah. Like the Baptist college I went to, it was very like, <laughs> I don't even know, like, yeah, it was just interesting. And right. I was super social media, always making stuff, videos, parody accounts. I was all over it. I, yeah, I, I won't go into more of that, but. In, in the words of Michael Scott, I'm so used to being the bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> that was me for college. One specific time, I got called into a guy's office who was like the the dean of student activities or something. Like definitely like mm-hmm. 10, 15 years older than me, probably 10 years older than me. The DSAC is what, <laughs> dean of student activities, DSAC. Student right? activities council, dean, uh-huh. DSAC. And he called me into his office for something I had been making or doing at the time. The DSAC did? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I specifically remember because it was such a just crazy thing. He looked me in the eyes and he said, you're just not funny. You do these things and you think you're so funny, but you're just not. And you need, to, you need to chill out. Yeah. Because uh, these things just aren't funny. And I remember him like, I'm like, that's a rude thing to say to anyone, even a friend, much less like you're in a position of power. You work for the school. You're like going out of your way. Call me in your office to like discourage me from these like things I'm doing, from these highly creative things that like yeah, I think so many other universities would be promoting and uh, enjoying in any way, I just, I've always remembered that. Not like uh-huh. I'm like, and so I wrote it on the back of my microphone. Yeah, I was each... wondering what that guy's uh, picture was next to, like on your bedside table. I was like, that's not your dad. And then it's a sack and I'm starting to get a little worried about you. <laughs> it's just something I've always remembered. Here comes the poetic justice. This week, I was hit up by SBU and they said, hey, we have our biggest event of the year that we're not able to do because of Corona. We would like to get you and Trey to perform at it. Oh. I connect him with Trey, Trey's manager. They hop on a Zoom call together, and it's that guy no. is paying us to come back to SBU to be funny. How cool is that? <laughs> Did you kind of milk it? Were you like, so are you wanting me like to just do magic tricks? Or like, what are you thinking <laughs> like I would do? I could do like a, how to tie a tie. It's like yeah. some sort of tutorial. Or what were you thinking? No, 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 no. Just do your jokes. We People really like your jokes. Oh, so people are like generally interested in uh, my humor. Would that mean that people usually think I'm funny? Yeah, something like that. No, I'm not going to say anything to him, but it's just something that, yeah, I've never forgotten because it was so surprising at the time when I just could not believe that he said that. And now yeah. they're paying us to come perform digitally for them. Um, except Trey's actually donating all the money, which is kind of cool. So we're oh, not nice. actually taking any of it. We're just going to perform and do our thing. It's this week sometime. I think Friday, maybe. Cool. So we got to figure that out. Because they wanted us to each do our own sets. And I was like, I really don't think stand-up comedy is going to perform well digitally. Mm. Um, and so we're going to figure something else out to do. Sure. But that's yeah. interesting about like, like, I don't think any, I don't, I'm sure he didn't have this intention. I think he had the intention of like trying to calm you down because he thought you were some rogue college student. But like, I remember somebody when I first started doing woodworking that said basically like, 
that's that's not going to work out. Like really? like you you aren't going to be able to make enough things to make this sustainable or something like that. Ooh. And and he was like he was saying it in like a very kind like I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to be realistic with you as a successful business person. He didn't know you were a Scorpio though, and that career matters have never been better. Gosh, you're right. <laughs> Um, maybe he's right, right? Like right now he's like, yeah, I was right. I knew, I knew, I knew Corona was coming <laughs> seven years later or whatever it was. Um, but anyway, and that like, I, yeah, I just had a little bit of a chip on my shoulder ever since then. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm going to work to make sure this works. So I don't know. I'm not saying that that that's like a necessary thing in people's lives to like be told negative things, but maybe it helped you in a, in a roundabout way. Maybe you should be thanking that guy, you know, poetic justice. Hey, thanks, man. <laughs> You're my D sack. You're thanks, the only D sack for yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's go, D. Let's get a sack here. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Okay, let's hurry to reviews of the week because I have not eaten anything and we gotta play pickleball soon. Okay. Gunner's okay. birthday. I gotta uh, give I gotta give mine to Study Muffy Top. Stud Muffy Top, because he's from Olathe. He said, Hey guys, huge fan of the podcast. Working from home for the first time or for the time being, and it's one of the best things to do all day. Um, Brad, you mentioned you've never met anyone who's been to Jumping Catfish. So I thought I'd let you know that I love that place as I'm from and live in Olathe. He might be the only person listening in Olathe that is not related to me, which is really <laughs> fun. So he said, so virtually nice to meet you. You guys are like an extension of my own thoughts. So it's funny to listen to people who think like I do. Keep it up. I don't know where you're from, Stud Muffy Top in Olathe, but Black I grew Bob, up. maybe? I grew up, yeah, I went to Black Bob Elementary School, Frontier <laughs> Trail Junior High, and um, Olathe South High School. Kind of Where did there. you go? You paused there in the high well, school. Well, because, no. Yeah, you're right. I did kind of. Frontier Trail is now Frontier Trail Middle School. Whatever. I don't want to get into it. We were 7th through 9th. Not today. They're 6th through 8th. It's weird. It's just the way the world's changing. <laughs> uh, okay, my review is going to be, uh, it says another five-star review being held hostage. Going to let Brad defend himself here a little bit. Oh, boy. Um, I, I've thought about it. Go ahead. It says, this podcast is absolutely phenomenal. Jacob, Brad, you both have the exact humor that I enjoy. We seem to love all the same things. So thank you for that. I, I love that you share that sentiment with us. Um, it says, however, in the latest episode, Brad said that Ben Rector's songwriting was not that great and too poppy, which is outrageous. I agree with Brad about his voice, but his songs are genius. Four-star review for now. Sorry, guys. Let's let's start. Let's talk about it. P. Fleds. Brad, you keep having these, you know, unpopular opinions that are getting us four-star reviews. I know. I understand. It's it's almost all from the camp of girls who like poppy music, and so it's like, yeah, of course. Is this a girl? hundred <laughs> percent. And let me tell you why. Um, so first of all, I, I don't say, I'm not going to say I'm a bigger fan of Ben Rector than whoever this is. I don't know that, but I guarantee you I've known about him longer than anybody else listening to this because he's close friends with my cousin, worked at K West, which is where Jake worked. Yes. And when my cousin was there, he was a leadership. My cousin was on leadership. Ben was not. And so Ben needed somebody to go into the chapel, whatever you call it. And uh, to practice piano like late at night. So my cousin would literally sit there on the floor and listen to Ben Rector play piano for like two hours, like twice, three times a week. It's awesome. And so it's really cool. And so my cousin has all these like deep cuts, like, like if you ever, I, I'm not going to release him or anything, but he's got like all these like recordings that I have on some iPod somewhere that has like all these very initial versions of his songs back in the day, which is really cool. It's um, cool that those same songs were then like played over the speakers at KOS, like in that same spot, you know, four years later. Really? Yeah, you know, like, what? Wait, what? like we would play his music there. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. <laughs> really? I thought you meant like the recordings that I have. Oh, no, like, like oh, wow. the same song, I guess. <laughs> right, right, right. Would be played the later. The songs that he's working on. Yeah. So anyway, so I liked Ben Rector before, like the stuff that I really, really love of his isn't even on Spotify. Like he like doesn't, he like didn't release it. But like Mrs. Jones, Disarm, like all these songs that are 
like Hank. Some of my, I mean, Hank might Hank's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Great songs. Like that. I don't even know if he has on Spotify. Um, but it was like my third summer at camp. He came out with this single called summer candy. Do you remember that song? No. He literally told my cousin and I, 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 this is from the mouth of Ben. He said, I'm writing this song as a poppy guilty pleasure, teenage girl song. And it literally is the exact same chord progression as, and it came out the same summer as California girls by Katy Perry. And so say what you want about Ben Rector. I think, I think he's so, so talented, but I think he absolutely knows that his audience is college and middle, not middle, young age, young professional girls for the most part. And he really like his song duo is just cheesy nonsense. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's, it's wonderful because he sings wonderfully, but it's, it's just so goofy and he knows that it's goofy and it's fun, but it's not, it's not like his old stuff. His old stuff was so good. And so, more, 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 much more heartfelt in my opinion. So I love Ben Rector. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I think, like I said, I think he's got the best voice, my, one of my favorite voices ever, but I think that he absolutely knows how he's making his money. And I think he's saying, okay, I'm going to go towards that. I'm going to feed that. Well, I'm going to rinse and repeat on the same. This, this past album was just like the album before I know hot take, but uh, anyway, I, and I still like it. I listen to it. And that's actually a little bit of a tangent towards music. I like when artists, have one type of style and just keep going with that style. Like Judah and the lion. Sometimes they try to do like hip hop and then like bluegrass. And I'm like, no, I like you for hip bluegrass. Like just stay with the, give me more grass. Yeah. I'll listen to somebody else for hip hop. I don't need you. I don't need you to fulfill all my music tastes. So Ben Rector, I think is doing a great job for the people that like that style, but he's not, he's not revolutionizing anything. He's doing the same thing over and over again. And you're, you're loving it. P P floods. So <laughs> yeah, Ben's the man. I've met him a couple times. I met him once on accident. I asked the car next to me if they had a windshield scraper and it was Ben Rector's no car. Way. Yeah. So I was like, oh, what's up, dude? And I've met him a couple times since then. But yeah, he's a great guy. I went to IHOP with him after one of his concerts. So it, it was him, Dave Barnes, Matt Works. Wow. Fun times. One time at Ben Rector's own concert, he admitted he's like, a lot of times people ask me, like, you know, how do you have so much to say about your wife? And he's like, yes. I, I don't think all of these things all the time. Like right. this is it's a it's a song. It's that a I wrote. song. Yeah. I, 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 he said that at a concert in college when I went to it too. And I was like, he like, I like owns up to you, it. Yeah. I like yeah. that you said that. Because everyone in the music industry, for the most part, is doing that. You're sure. at least somewhat catering to an audience. You're trying to build a brand around a specific, you know, marketing strategy. You're trying to attract certain listeners, customers, if you will. And he's very good at that. Yeah. You would be silly if you didn't have a target audience in mind yeah. for your music. So anyway. I think Brad's more commenting on musicians in general rather than like Ben Rector specifically Correct. being too poppy. Sure. Sure. I think it's okay to be poppy because then Jake Triplett will probably love it. Oh, they're fun. They're fun. They're, they're fun songs, but they're just not. Disarm is my favorite song by Ben Rector. Um, anyway. You want me Draw to put me dis in? Disarm? Draw me in a great worship song by Ben Rector. Yeah? Yeah. Draw me in. I don't think you can find it anywhere, but it's very good. He ended up uploading a more like PG-13 version. It was called Draw Me In Like One of Your French Girls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was That's hot. Right. It was not a worship song. Well, it was a worship song of a different, <laughs> different take way. Take Me to Church style. Um, more yeah. <laughs> visually yeah, worshiping. Right. Uh, okay, Brad, end us with a jingle. Episode 49, 7 Squared, baby. 7 Squared. The holy, holy uh, episode oh. because it's Easter. Easter holy, week. holy. Um, I see Jake and Brad. Two microphones. We're here for you on every Monday morning. We love you so much. Oh, shoot. This is going into happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs>
Ah, see. <laughs> we love you. We want you, MacGuffin. End it. <laughs> okay. Thank you guys for listening. Follow our Instagram. And uh, episode 40, 52 is not that far away. Got a big announcement. A lot of fun. See you later. Bye-bye. Love you, Catherine. And Esther. All the homies, they know what I mean. Baby, let me show you how I lean. Like a cholo. Lay back, bounce in the car. When we do a dance, and we do it like what? Like a, like a cholo. Plant to side. Elbows up, up, plant to side. Elbows up, plant to side. Elbows up, up, plant to side.